I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it, it's just for you. Give a little squeeze and say, how do you do? Something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it, it's just for you. Give a little squeeze and say, how do you do? There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it just for you. Give a little squeeze and say, how do you do? There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. Now, I'm drinking a sea breeze. I hope you can afford them. But you gotta stay sober. If you ain't sober, then you're taking your chance. Because I'm just one hell of an animal. Yeah. Do tell. Who is Loretta anyway? That's the love of my life. No longer with us. I thought I was the love of I your life. Up with the 52 piece. <laughs> you heard you like this, that mad guy? No. You heard you like this? I told you, we never did this. You heard you like this? No. I'd have to. He's a rough one. <laughs> How's this feel? <laughs> oh my God. Am I under arrest? <laughs> Not quite, darling. <laughs> Officer, I swear, it's all of us. That guy hurt you like this? What he did to me hurt a lot worse than this. To another edition of the Buzzkill Show. I hope you were appropriately horrified by that intro. If you haven't been able to see the visual of it, <laughs> uh, it's quite entertaining. I bet it is. You should really uh, check that out. It's Cape Fear. Yep. Uh, the what, the remake. What year did that Scorsese? come out? Ninety two. Ninety two. Like I think so. Yeah. Was it Ninety two. Wasn't that like the? Was it? Isn't that like the family friendly version? It is. It's it's much more. Yeah. It's much. It's much more friendly Scorsese's than the original. Scorsese's known for his PG films and right. You know, the original one was a family. lot more brutal with uh, Mitchum and uh, who was the other cat that was in it? Robert Mitchum, Mitchum and uh, the original Cape Fear. Oh, was it Gregory uh, Peck? Gregory, Gregory Peck. Peck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. The the original. Uh, what's his name in To Kill a Mockingbird? Right. The fuck is his name? Gregory Peck. Remember. No, but there's character in To Kill a Mockingbird. No, it was Gregory Peck. <laughs> As himself. Defending Boo Radley. Yeah. I think it was Peg Gregory. Peg. <laughs> Gregory's Pecker. The remake came out in 91. 91, yeah. 91, I was I saw it. My mom took me to see that in the theater. Really? Excellent parenting. <laughs> Excellent parenting skills. You know what else she took me to see in the theater that year was uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, she was real open about that shit. I think I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was probably too young to see it. Thanks, Ma. Yeah, I started watching R-rated movies and shit when I was a kid, when I was young. Yeah, my dad, my dad and stepmom, they didn't, they didn't fall for the okey doke, but uh, Ma was more than happy to plunk me down in front of a close to X-rated movie and be like, "Here you go." 
whatever it go was. nuts whatever it was yeah. whatever it was it didn't matter <laughs> exactly Pretty yeah much. watch some clockwork yeah, orange and lose your shit enjoy <laughs> oh i love that movie it's so good oh. it's one of the classics it is our nose yeah exactly. it's nose devoid of funk that's right <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Modern day Pinocchio. Uh, the voice you are hearing is our in-studio guest, uh, Walter Chancellor Jr. Yeah. As I call him a saxophone wizard, the master of the skin sax. <laughs> Thank you. The bringer of the quiet storm. Yes. The panty moistener. I believe he's been called in certain circles. Yes. Uh, there's a whole host of nicknames that, that uh, he has. people he has. have given him over the years. Over the years, yeah. Um, Black James Bond. But we're glad to have you in the studio, man. Hey, thanks, man. It's been a long time Thanks coming. for having me. Greg and I actually know Walter from completely different lives. Uh, yeah. Greg knew Walter before I knew Greg, and I knew Walter before I actually knew Walter. <laughs> and then I finally met Christopher. That's right. Yeah, I met you, what, 2000? Yep. When we were working in 1999. Yeah, I was trying to tell somebody, but uh, so I work, you know, obviously at uh, at Undertone. There's a we I work with a couple of uh, old IPR students who I didn't go to class with, but who knew you. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of them today, and you know, talking about the radio show. And I'm like, actually, you'd be interested in this. I'm like, we got Walter Chancellor on the show. He's like, no shit. <laughs> so your uh, your legend spreads far and wide. But we were talking about that, and I was like, yeah, my the, the, my partner that I do it with or whatever. I was like, he knows him from like way back, like pre-IPR days and blah blah blah. And I was Serious trying to figure history. out where the hell you guys like worked together. Like, what was the place like? For some reason, I kept thinking Menards, but I don't think that's no, no. It was a step. It was a step up or two from that. Yeah, okay. it was like it was one of the. It, w- it was an appliance place. It was I mean, they sold appliance. Mart. It was what it was mart. called. And but the, we technically worked for something called Arca, which was uh, something. Something recycling centers of America yeah, or something. Call center. Yeah, and so they would like it was like a thing where they'd go out and pick up people's old refrigerators oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah. And basically, they'd make the money off of taking the freon out of the refrigerators. Right. But then they'd recycle the refrigerators. I think is what they do, and then they sell them in their warehouse and, and whatever. And Greg and I pretty much started the whole recycling movement. We did. <laughs> yeah, single-handedly. Yeah, you know, it, it started with us, and then everybody picked up on it and started exactly. you know, making money off the shit. Yeah. It's, fucking, it's insane, and you know that's that traditionally what happens to the people that kind of usher in this stuff yeah, they, get exactly. left in the dust. they exactly. don't really get to make the money right we didn't but we didn't uh we we weren't out we weren't setting out to do money we were we were out trying to help people. help the earth people of course, help, yeah. people helping people yeah people, people helping, helping people are the luckiest people on earth you know I'm we told. were trying to make a difference <laughs> we were trying to make a difference and then those fuckers came in and yeah. they basically stole our idea so and now they're making a shitload of money yeah, and, then and, I, they, yeah. and they laid us off and they yeah, yeah. they fired me so. if you if so if you're out there you know listening to this tonight and you're enjoying like you yeah know, what was that fucker's name you're, jack you're, if jack you're in, uh the owner guy jack remember jack the to, ripper he ripped us be, off <laughs> He used to be in the commercials and shit. He's jacking off like the Ripper. He used to get drunk uh, and show up at my apartment with like these fat chicks from the bar and try to hey, oh, can nice. try to sleep over oh, and shit. Oh, that was um, that's good times. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I brother can't. man. Oh, what was his name? Um, with the crooked teeth. It's a bra man. He wanted some sandwiches. <laughs> he looked I know like, his, he looked no, like his a, fucking mouth, man, yeah. looked like a goddamn picket fence. He looked like <laughs> he looked <laughs> terrible. He looked like a taller version of too short. He had this big bulbous head and yeah, yeah, like, like chicks. I mean, some of the teeth were coming out of the side of his cheek and shit. I think. Oh, protruding, protruding forehead, man. It was just like mole head. Damn, nice guy though. Nice yeah, guy. He was cool, cool guy. Cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a friend on Facebook. I won't say. His Is name. he really? Yeah, sure. He oh, yes. oh, yeah. He, he clocks in every once in a while. I like to come in. 
anytime some something fat shows up on my page, he, you know, he's grabbed. He likes that. He likes the big ones. Oh yes. yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, he he was banging a wasn't he banging a fat chick from work? Uh, he was banging a few of them. Oh well, mm-hmm. haven't we all? Um, all right, maybe speak not. Speak for yourself. Maybe not. Maybe not a few fat chicks. You know. Oh, come on, man. You've had a few in your day. But, um, long, sto- but long story short, if, you, if you're out there and you're enjoying the benefits of, uh, in your day, you're a liar. of wind harness power <laughs> or maybe like a solar power dildo, you really have Greg and Walter to thank for that. Yep. They really kicked off the whole movement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And regardless of how many fat chicks their boss fucked, I mean, I think we have to <laughs> tip our hat to these gentlemen for really... Yeah, Al Gore started the internet, we I started recycling. I was just going to say, exactly. We started recycling. You know? Uh, uh, you know, we recycled everything. You actually everything. invented Al Gore. I recycled. Is what happened. used rubbers. I recycled. You just throw them in the dishwasher, I recycle people. And what I mean by that, I, I use women. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I don't. I have a high regard for women. That's all right. We have no female listenership, so no, let's go ahead no. and uh, no, not even his wife listens anymore. She's tired of it. Oh, She's tired right? of the misogyny and the the rampant attacks on her character that we do on the show. And so, you know, but she, we never attack her. She tuned out. She tuned. We never out. attack her. Just people like her. Wait a minute. We weren't attacking her. I wasn't. This is news to Maybe me. Maybe you were. This is news to me. She's not my wife. I can't attack <laughs> I her. I was right. I can't do a De Niro and Cape Fear on your wife. You have to do that no, yourself. No, that's true. I have to bite the cheek myself. Ooh. I can't uh, and handcuff. Yeah, it's called hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing. All the kids are doing it. They're doing, they're, and they're actually doing it so well, they're causing yeah. embolism. We were talking, oh, Walter and I were talking earlier before you got here about um, there's a new thing that the kids are doing now. Is they're simulating STDs by pouring whiskey or vodka in their dick holes and then beating off? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's is that a trend that's sweeping the nation? Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Jesus. First yeah. Ebola, now this. Yeah. What's next? No, yeah. it's a new. It's like this is supposed to be like a high thing that they get because it feels like you're, you're coming when you have gonorrhea. I just I don't understand this generation. It's anymore. interesting you're talking about the uh, Ebola thing. I saw something in the news today. Something a uh, little thing that flashed up on Facebook talking about 250,000 turkeys are infected with Ebola, which is bullshit. Because if that was the deal, every fucking turkey would be off the market right now. Oh, absolutely. Greg's ass ass would be locked up somewhere. Absolutely. For giving all... you know, STDing those turkeys with that Ebola you have. Well, no, it's the fact that he is a turkey. So, uh, <laughs> he's a jive turkey. Jive though. turkey he's, a, he's a subsect of the turkey family. Yeah, jive the, turkey. Uh, <laughs> jive ass turkey. <laughs> it's better than being a chicken, I tell you that. That's right, or a chicken know. head. What you mean, lame, <laughs> sucker? <laughs> Should we do a little toast here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To our Let's good friend Walter on the hey. show. Hey, P.S. We also have uh, our in-house resident trans, trans transgendered transgendered <laughs> trans America man lady of the night <laughs> transatlantic <laughs> worldwide. Oh, that's a tasty what bit of Jameson. I don't even have any in mind. <laughs> Motherfucker. That There's some uh, ginger beer right there. Goddamn Irish. Oh, nice. No, I'm good. Well, hey, thanks for waiting. Cheers, fellas. Oh, gonna, dude, well, I thought you were listening in. Hey, mine you wasn't went, you know, even cheersing open yet. for the thing with the thing. I thought you were part of the show. Cheers, Sorry. bitches. <laughs> oh, Keith, shit, you're here. Hey, um, I want to, uh, before we, we're going to, we'll get into Walter's career and stuff. We have many segments to get into that. I yeah, have a we lot do. I want to talk to him about. But I want to jump into something quickly because uh, when this originally happened, we were on hiatus for three, four weeks. And now it's coming to a head next week. Um, 
If, if for those that Excuse don't me. know, Adrian Peterson is going to be up for his hearing for reinstatement on Monday. Yep. Yeah. And um, could be back as early as, as the next season, week eleven. No, no, no. The, no. the next game that we have oh, against, really? not against Chicago, but uh, is this a good uh, thing? Or is it going to cause controversy? Or it will. Happen? I'm it sure will. it will. But it's also but you have to. One way or the other, it's going to cause controversy. It's going to. But I there's there's a sect, and I I think you know you know I think what's basically going to happen is is he's going to get basically time served. He's going to get a huge ass fine. Yeah. And he'll be reinstated. They may suspend him for more games. But the thing is, uh, uh, there's a there's a divide, I guess, within Viking ownership of whether they want to just cut him. No, you gotta get some money from him. No, no. keep him on. You don't keep him on until next year and then trade him at the deadline. Yeah. No, I'm saying yes. That's what I. That's what they should do. They're not going to keep him next year anyways. But is he going Dallas? You think? Uh, yeah. But you know that's they one of the places Murray he wants now. to go. I don't but know. I think, well, yeah, I mean he's. But they they can't sign both Murray and. There's uh, no way they have cap room. There's, there's, there's absolutely no way. Yeah. And they're, and they're but not supposedly gonna... him and Jerry Jones had that conversation a while back. That said, oh yeah, but that was I love that those. was that was that was strictly, you know, just hey, Texas I'd love to play there someday. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, that was just what well, that was what they call the old Texas chit chat. They've been saying they've been I, saying I, I to trade too, to somewhere like New England where they you know need a running back or something like that you know just for whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's not my point. My point is is that There's plenty of people that'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be thirty. But don't, you don't until just cut the March. guy. No, no but that, I mean, that's even the if thing that they're saying. I mean, you know, that's that's you know. Let me say this, man. Let me say this. This personal shit is personal shit. Yeah. What you do with your kid within your family and things like that <laughs> and within the law, if there's something you're breaking, it doesn't have to be everybody's fucking, you know, business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what's wrong with our world today. There's too much information as it relates to people's personal stuff. Yeah. And Spilling nobody out into their professional but lives. Exactly. Aren't, aren't exactly. the laws in Texas and Minnesota different about that? I think corporal punishment is something. legal in both Minnesota and Texas. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened there. That was that clearly crossed the line. I mean, when you when you well, start yeah. to, when you, when the skin starts to break. I mean, and granted, I you know I'm I'm a white kid who came up getting hit with a belt. There wasn't any switches, but there is a difference between like how white kids growing up were disciplined and how black kids growing up were disciplined. There's a very there's a very cultural in the thing, yeah. particularly what, in the yeah, south. And there's a very the there's country, a very ingrained then, cultural then, thing. But then when I see Cape Fear, I'm like, okay, I mean, well, no, yeah, we, we make the best. That's, white that's people the make the best serial killers <laughs> for sure. So, that's, the, that's the way you I mean, discipline if you wanna, women. If you wanna, yes, that's. Like, I was almost gonna say, like, can I? Have it so it's like a you know a, an adolescent's finger, right? Is that, what I wanted. That sounds good. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. That works. Kudos to Cage. If you're out there, take a shot for KG. But I do, I, I do. Anyway, I was just bringing it up because it's coming to a head next week, and I think in any way, shape, or form, he will play again this year. Oh, he'll. he'll, he'll I just be think he'll that the fact the that there's anybody considering, oh well, let's just cut him, is bullshit. You've already paid him all this money all no, season. Yeah, you, no, you can't do that. You, you, you. you um, yeah. there, is, there is a divide in Viking ownership Should I, 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 and hierarchy. I, I wish somebody would find something about me, man, and just fucking pay my You can't just let him go. You have to get something. Pay you $4 million <laughs> to sit around for eight weeks and do nothing? Hey, I go for the little, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 12 down, grand I I'm make a year. That. Here's a pertinent <laughs> question, though. He did get uh, he did get called out. You know, they, they made him take a drug test and... Oh, he admitted, part of his, yeah, of his bail. He, had, he admitted that uh, he had smoked a little weed, quote unquote. But now, he, is that going to come back? Right. He admitted him to, in the right, admitted right. to it, but I never heard that any of those that. test results said well, that shit, he, man, was, oh, tested he was tested for yeah. weed. He was one of our ex never charged for it. No, so they he wasn't. Well, they wanted to. Res- they, they didn't want to like charge him for it. They wanted to rescind his. Uh, 
His they bond. want to rescind his bond yeah. and, and, and keep him. I, I guess I'm assuming but check the it out. end result would be locked up until this legal matter was resolved. But, but nothing but really happened. Since we've had we've had two presidents. We've had two presidents. Our current president. And Bill Clinton, who have admitted smoking weed. So what's the problem? What's the problem here? There isn't. The, no, that's and that's, that's that's the way it's moving. But the, but NFL, the, is, the NFL is, is, is woefully antiquated on gotcha. their marijuana on the policy. Oh, okay. They got a little bit better with that whole. You know, at the beginning of the year, Josh Gordon got the yeah. you know the the entire yeah. season yeah. suspension or whatever. The but he's not for the whole year now, is he though? No, and what will end up happening? Like he has ten games in a couple weeks or something, isn't he? They, I think because of his infraction, it, it got tagged, and there was something else like a DUI or something yeah, else. Yeah, but like, it, it, this isn't just yeah his first on. time of getting no 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 no. It, his was like a third no, offender, yeah. and that's why his was so big. That's why somebody like Wes Welker came back as soon as that thing was approved. Yeah, and and he had to kind of he still had some. Time to do, but it wasn't an entire he did, season yeah, long. I mean, for him, it might as well be a wash. If you're not allowed at, at the facilities and you're not, you know, in with the, you know, taking reps with the team. That's what happens. I don't care how good you are. You're not coming in game one and lighting it up like you did right. every year. Top right. ten receiver or not, right. I don't see him what, what about stepping the, on that field and and you know and doing that in the same way that maybe a running back. Could. What a, what about a swimmer guy? That was, yeah. Michael Phelps. Right. Yeah. So. Well, he's a white guy, so nobody cares. Oh. Yeah. It's only. It's only. <laughs> Forgot about that. No. It, it is. It's weird that like you know we could talk about one thing about a black athlete and we you know and then you talk about something like uh, you know like a Michael Phelps thing and it's right. like well he's he's just a kid and he's yeah. Well, it's like, even, well, even though what, he does like the guy other, the what's like, up with these other fucking kids? Like the guy the guy that was in the movie house that shot up everybody and shit. They yeah. showed this very nice picture of him. He was a great kid. He was wonderful, this and that, but he Who, just turned bad. Kid? Yeah, right. But then all of a sudden, you know, you got somebody like Mark Brown, who's you know, <coughs> fuck crazy man. He didn't have a gun in his hand at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a massive double standard. And, and but yeah, but we're talking about that too. But then you're talking about all this domestic violence shit. And I don't mean to bring this up, and I don't know if it. You're talking uh, like the, the like hope, within the NFL, but, the Ray Rice. No, I'm going to go a whole different thing. You're talking about Hope Solo, or was it Hope Solo, or which one of them? One of the the chick goalie soccer player. Yeah. Oh, that beat up her man. The yeah. beat up. Oh, yeah, her she was still she was still perform. And she was they still. and they yeah, she's still playing. They didn't do nothing to her. Well, she's here's a here's bitch. here's another weird double standard. At least and by, she's at representing least, her, and she's representing her country. Yeah. Well, and she got no discipline. Here's, here's another weird Adrian twist on the whole man woman thing. Well, like, I know that, but she, at least at least in the eyes of the public perception, team. is that you know all these all these teachers, these female teachers that have had uh, relations with underage guys. Yeah, yeah. And most guys, most public perception from a dude's perspective is like. Fuck! Where were these teachers when I was Absolutely. going? To you know what I'm saying? Because they're like, you know, they end up being like. Like semi oh. to like, you know, kind of hot. Yeah, some of them are. You know, uh, some of them I, are. I, I totally have but, one. How about the forty-five-year-old cheerleader from the fucking Baltimore Ravens that yeah, accused that this other Mike. kid of rape? Yeah, cut off his mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if you flip that though, and even if it was like a, you know, a George Clooney looking teacher who took advantage of a younger person, oh, that's kidding? automatic He will go pedophile. To, he'll go to jail He'll go to jail, he'll years. get ass raped in jail, he might catch a yeah, shiver those, six those in the tummy. Yeah, but those chicks aren't getting off scot-free by No, they're not means. getting on scot-free, but, but the, the outrage, that, the, 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 the outrage that comes yeah, from the public the is nowhere near. The leniency. No. And I don't think that, I'm not saying that like, well, we should totally be leaning on the dudes. I'm saying like, where's this weird, like, 
a chick beats up a dude, and because the idea that masculinity trumps femininity, right? You know, in a punching scenario. So if a guy gets sits there and just takes it because he doesn't believe it's right to punch a woman, but she's getting no repercussions from that. She was still playing for her team. There was no leave for her. There was not even any fucking. The only reason there was a mention of it is because some people were like, "Hey, what's up with this crazy fucking double standard? We're gonna vilify right. Ray Rice and or." whatever because there was video footage oh now you get to see it Mm -hmm. now that you see it now you're outraged but the fact that this has happened and is documented and that she's actually had to go to court and like testify that yes she did beat up this guy that she was with but you didn't see video of it and even if you did it probably wouldn't matter because you look at it you look at it in a different light because of the way gender roles are assigned in this fucking country which leads us full circle back to adrian peterson because anything that happened with him and his kid never would have been as extreme as it was with as far as suspension itself if that Ray Rice video didn't come out a week before. It, it really... I mean, that was... I, I, think, I think it still would have been a big deal, but you're, not you're, this big, you're no. absolutely right in the okay. idea that, like, it was just piling it on and piling it on and okay, piling let's, it on. let's go here. Let's go here. His son is 14 <laughs> years old. All of a sudden, you see a picture of him with a black eye. His son punched the fuck out of him. Yeah. And he took the punch... And somebody got a picture or they got footage of that. Yeah. So what's the next thing people are saying? You should... You should have been more disciplined. Your you kid. should have been disciplined exactly. that kid when he was young. When he was younger. And blah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So everybody has opinion, just like I don't. An I see yeah. the the weird thing. I think it was universal. The Ray Rice thing, particularly once the video was released, like, wow, that's real fucked up. Attacked or not, that's real fucked up. At least, up. you know, However, what do we we used to do? Walter and I used to do. We take our shoe off and hit him. We wouldn't use our hands. I think there was a lot more of a divide, but when when the when the Peterson shit came out, there was people that were like, "Look, he was disciplining his child, like so many of us had, and you know, in the heat of the moment, you can get caught up and you don't notice the damage that you're doing." So I don't think it was like universally vilified the way the Ray Rice case was, and maybe rightfully so. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back, at that you're like, yeah, he crossed the line. Well, did he know he was crossing the line when he was doing it? Who knows? Well, the text, well, mes- the text message he sent to the to the baby mama I'm saying, was, hey, listen, in it, I think he's you're going to be mad the, at me. While yeah. he's in the throes of it, was he thinking, hey, she's going to be mad at me because I'm breaking this kid's skin and you know, bashing his scrotum with a stick? I don't think it was that. But you still saw people being like, look. It's his kid. He disciplined. Did he go too far? Yes. But at the core of it, like, he was disciplining his child. We shouldn't, like, cut this man's balls off and take away his livelihood because of blah, blah, blah. They should cut his kid's balls off so next time he whips him, he There's won't no hit balls his to hit. Yeah. Right. And hey, let, me tell you this, let me tell you this story. So, as a young kid. <coughs> growing you know, up in me, Iowa? Uh, the, yeah. When I was up in Iowa, uh, my uncle, who was, like, a year and a half, a couple of years my, older than me, my mom's youngest brother. Uh, we locked my great-grandmother out of the house because she went out into the yard to go get a switch to get us. So we were like running around the house. What are we going to do? We, let's lock the door. So we locked her out. So <laughs> That's great. You know, so, so that'll check save it you out. beaten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was on a lot of medication and she had issues. So, you know, she calls my grandmother at work. She calls us on the phone. And I just heard my uncle pick up the phone because he was always the leader of the pack. I'd like, anytime he'd say he'd do something, I'd say, okay, really? Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. <coughs> and um, I just hear this on the phone. And the next thing he, he gets off, he says, we're supposed to let Big Mom in. We called her Big Mom. Yeah. So we let her in. And she says, I'll kill you. I wish I could kill you right now. 
but you know she told me not to whip you kids so we were like cool but then my grandfather <laughs> so you know my grandfather right. you know he was on the road you know with the train and stuff you know and he gets off the road he'd go out like two weeks at a time he came back and we're all sitting at the dinner table and she put this act on like oh he's like what's wrong these children are so bad I can't handle them when you're gone this and that and this and that he was like what what happened he locked me out of the house and it rained that day so her hair got all wet her nice you know starched dress was all wilted oh shit so everything was fucked up you know for me and my uncle he was like wash the dishes get your asses to bed so you know we usually always used to you know fight over who's gonna wash who's gonna dry and shit we was we was like doing that shit like <laughs> hop was, to it yeah we was working it. Let's, let's get our asses to bed and let's, let's get out of here so we get upstairs and my uncle's great another great idea you know he's always got these ideas let's let's put clothes under our pajamas then that way if we get spanked it won't hurt <laughs> so here we got like clothes and we put our pajamas over our clothes like he ain't gonna see that shit he you're comes, built like a linebacker yeah. like he ain't gonna see that but shit. kids don't stop you know no. kids kids don't stop and this is sometimes why you know parents you know continuously like have to keep taking you you know down yeah. because you don't stop so we get upstairs we're bumping around he's like hey don't be bumping around upstairs you're gonna fuck up my plaster on the ceiling you know settle your asses down but we're still doing shit even after all this after he knows and found out and everything <laughs> we're still doing this shit we're just we're just building the fire so you know we just keep you know add fuel to the fire next thing i know i hear these stairs come these steps coming up so just oh clunk, shit clunk. Clunk, clunk. And we're like, oh shit! But I'm thinking to myself, oh, we got protection on, right? We got armor, it's like chainmail and shit. Yeah, we yeah. got armor and shit on. He said, oh, he looked at us. He said, oh. So, um, you guys are smarter than me, huh? You're gonna put clothes on over. You're gonna put your pajamas over the clothes, like I don't see that. He said, guess what? Take that shit off. Everything. We went all the way down to our little fruit of the looms. Oh shit! And that was it, man. We got uh, our asses tore up. He yeah. grabbed me by my ankle, lifted me up, and he was a little guy. He was like five two. He lifted me up with one leg and <laughs> fucking pop, pop, pop with that belt, man. So you know, sometimes you know, kids can push, and sometimes kids can you know get go over that line oh, with yeah. the parents. Yep. To where the parents have to say, you know what, motherfucker, you know, this is it. Yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> you know? too, if you grew up with that and that's all you knew, that's like the way you were disciplined, that's all you know. What ex what on earth tells you that, like, anything else should be different? You know what I'm saying? Like, Peterson looks at himself like, I'm a well-adjusted grown-up and I'm attributing the way I was disciplined to as, as one of the reasons why. I am a well-adjusted, respectful, uh, you know, gentleman. And sure. some people may look at that and say, "No, that's 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 brutal." But we're we're only like, you know, me and Greg. We're a generation to move from ass whoopings. Like I don't know that I would. I don't. There's been nothing that I can think of that my child so far would do that I would pull the same kind of shit that my dad would. Right. But that's just because I grew up, be, you know, like you know, in a in a gener in a generation watching people with their kids like do timeouts. Yeah, like that shit, particularly in the white community, is now frowned upon. You just don't hit your kids, period. But where I came from and when I was growing up, that shit was like you knew that shit was coming. Yeah, 
Regardless. Oh, I got it. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine doing it to my own kid. No, no, no. And I know, like, my brother got it, too, with his kids. He doesn't and do I, it. I remember, do it. I remember when he was at Greg's dad's house one time, man. He beat Greg's ass right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was 32. Just for, just for looking at him. He took the boxing just, gloves off and everything. And I was 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's great, though. Wait, which one? Both. Huh. Yeah. Both but, of them. Yeah. Uh, fuck them. I wish I had a giant Heineken. Jeez. Well, I didn't know how long it was going to take him to get here, so I had to bring a beer to have. That's smart. You're a smart man. And yeah. I wasn't going to carry a case. Yeah, and I, I got a half like gallon Jack Jameson. So. so now that we've worked out all parenting issues for everyone in the country and abroad. Yeah, what, takes uh, it to heart. Yeah, why don't we, so why listen, don't we go this is what you block? do. This is what you do. Okay, here we the, go. Here's the moral of the story. The moral of the story is. The moral of the story is. You hit your kid your with kids. a sack full of Valencia oranges because it doesn't leave bruises. No. You beat their ass <laughs> Thanks, with a sack Rosby. of nickels. So it does leave bruises and they won't do the shit again. There you go. <laughs> See, I like that. Parenting go, 101, parent. courtesy of Walter Chancellor Jr. Right there, right there. Right In there. fact, don't even use nickels, use quarters. I wish I yeah, beat him with a beat him with a sack full of quattros. A pillowcase full of pop cans. I wish I could meet uh Walter Chancellor Sr. Oh my See dad. how his spank game is. I lost I lost my dad when I was like four years old, nineteen fifty nine. No shit? Yep, I was young. And but I remember my dad and I miss my dad to this very day. I bet. And um, my dad was cool, man. He would take me places everywhere with him. I remember when I got my haircuts, he'd take me to get my haircuts. He'd take me to go pick up toys, pick out toys. He'd say, hey, what do you want up here? I remember he said, what do you want? And it was just a, just a wide array of toys on a shelf. And uh, I picked out this little cow. <laughs> had a little plastic cows nice. in it. I was like, I want that. And he got that for me, man. I had that toy up until the mid-60s. And um, that was the last thing I kind of remember with my dad was yeah. that point in time. Yeah. At least you got that. I mean, at four years old, shit, I don't really remember. I don't remember. Four. I don't. Re I mean, I guess like. Well, let me tell you guys this. That traumatic of a thing happening, losing your dad at that yeah. age too. I would assume that like you would probably, probably burns be it in there a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And then too, uh, in 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 my state, <coughs> in the state of mind, I was, you know, knowing that, I, you know, I lost my dad. Where's my dad? Where's my dad? My mom had to tell me. I'm trying to understand what. <laughs> You know Coffee. what death, you know, trying to understand what death is. Yeah. You know, I had to reach way, way back. I remember times, man, I was kind of like going to sleep and stuff. Yeah. And I would feel this floating feeling and like I was like in this place of comfort and stuff. And I was like being in my mom's womb. Yeah. I used to get that feeling. I, I could recall all that stuff. Wow. Even all the way up until the time I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Damn. Then it oh. kind of went away after that. So, you know, you, the mind is a, is, is a crazy thing. Most of my childhood memories went away probably just because of weed. Uh, mine probably went away. I was like, booze. how can I remember this thing from my childhood? And uh, if I remember that, then I won't remember who won Bud Bowl too. But it's also not, Bud Bowl too. But it's also just that. It's like my brothers and my, my one brother smokes way more weed than I ever smoked in my entire life. He remembers shit from when I was a kid that I wouldn't even remember. And he's three years younger than me. Yeah, maybe it's the alcohol then. It might be. Maybe well, no, he drinks a lot too. So that's true. He does. And he gets to a good place Maybe really fast. Maybe he's just a little more smart than I am. <laughs> that could be. It's you know the, <laughs> the, the mind. The mind. It like Chancellor said, man. The mind is a crazy thing. It's you a know? crazy I think thing. Of, I think a lot. And experiences, the things you go through. Absolutely. Like I was telling you about my experience with my dad. The experiences and things. This is crazy too. So, I was about six or seven years old. And I really was missing my dad, and I was like, man, I want to see my dad. I want to see my dad. So I had this dream, man, that I was at this place. It was a military installation, and um, I was waiting in line to go up to this cattle truck. You guys know what a cattle truck is? A 
you know. Yeah. 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 It brings them to the slaughterhouse? No, no, cattle oh. truck like in the service. They call them Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, the, with the with the canvas hoods exactly. or the canvas tops, they, they, yeah. Benches those, on either side. Yeah, we call those Like camp. Raiders of the Lost Ark when they were chasing. You know, I was in the yeah, Marine. Yeah. In the I was in the Marine Corps, so, you nice. know, yeah. I'm using these terms. Uh, I was going to bring that up later. But it was, uh, it was a it was a, it was a uh, cattle car, and I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm waiting in the back of this thing mm-hmm. in a line, and everybody's going up into it, and I I really didn't even know why I was waiting, but I was waiting, yeah. and I get up inside, and there's this big round screen with these big round like old school like analog buttons and stuff, yeah, yeah. and I turned, dials and shit, yeah, 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 and I turned it. My dad comes <coughs> up on the screen. He says, "Hi, son, how you doing?" Yeah. That's I had fucked this, up. Yeah, this is a dream. Not fucked up, man. It's like things come to you yeah. in different ways. You got to look at these things as you know things that are spiritual in, in yeah. some moments. Not so much as something that scares you or that you're psychotic to think it or yeah. dream it or you know experience it. It's more of an indication yeah. of, of 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 what's really going on, man. Is that you miss someone and guess what? They come back to you in yeah, some, some yeah, sort of yeah. spirit. Because I, I do believe in things like that. Absolutely. I don't I don't really I don't always think in terms of what I see and feel. Sure. I think in terms of what could be. I think and I what you're saying, but you know. yeah. I know. We used to On a, when I met him it was we kinda had he would tell me this kind of stuff and I've been an atheist since I was, you know, sure. a child basically. But he would we would have these discussions and he'd tell me stuff like that. And I never really, you know, I w- not not that I discredited what he no, saw, no, what he no. felt. I just like, yeah, I don't know, you know. And it's it wasn't to, until my dad died a couple years ago, you, and I yeah, have the yeah, dreams yeah. about my dad and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, all yeah. the time I dream about him. Okay. And you wake up in the morning. You know when you wake up from a dream, there's like that ten thirty second where you period think it where you think real? it actually like, happened. Yeah, yep. yeah, right, right, absolutely. And you kind of know it isn't, but you kind of know maybe yeah. it is. And you and you try to fall back asleep so you can get back into it and shit and. But see that there you go. That's a part of your your, your spiritual self that you went to yeah. another place in space. Yeah. Whether you, whether you want to believe that yeah. or not. Well, I think I go there I in my own that. head. But yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Right, you right, know, right. some people can believe that. I, on a similar my, post, uh, you know, on an afterlife note, my grandmother uh, Lucille Turcott passed away. When today? Really? Yes. Passed sorry to hear earlier that, today. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry. Condolences to you and your thank, family. Thank man. you so much. Uh, mom's mom's taking it hard, and it is what yeah, it is. That's her mother. That's my yeah. My mom is uh, her daughter. my grandmother's daughter. Yeah, and um, so she's taking it tough, and I I, I don't know that it's really like kind of kicked in yet, and and you know we we said good. Me and Justin went and saw her. Was it something uh, that you knew was coming for a while? Yeah, yeah, we knew it was okay. coming, and and she had she had been in a home, and she was kind of she didn't have Alzheimer's, but she was slowly losing, you know, she was slipping into like a dementia like state where she couldn't really differentiate between fantasy and reality, and then towards the end there'd be like these kind of you know almost comatose periods where she wouldn't utter anything, she wouldn't acknowledge anyone, you know, and then she'd have like moments of lucidity where. She would be aware of who was there right. and, and and interact, but w- we kind of knew it was coming, and it took a turn uh, last week. Mm. So that doesn't necessarily, you know, I mean, even knowing something's coming, that's almost even worse. You're you're just like waiting for the other fucking shoe to drop, you know. And uh, but uh, I, part of me is it like happy that she doesn't have to sit in that body and right. suffer anymore right. because. I mean that had to be hell, and 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 to be perfectly honest, that's not how I want to remember her anyway. No, you know, it, right? In in a certain sense, 
she the, the woman I knew the grandmother the, the woman that I called grandma died a couple years ago sure when she started to kind of slip into this idea where fantasy and reality was blurred and you know kind of slip in and out of that that thing so it, in a way it makes it a little bit easier knowing that she doesn't have to suffer right. through yeah. that anymore. and it also makes it easier because it's not so sudden if you know it's coming see, like right. well, my dad we knew for a year and a half it was eventually coming yeah it doesn't I mean, make it so, any easier, and it does and it doesn't really sink in for a while by the way yeah that's what happened with, that's what happened with both my parents we knew they was coming and they we know i i knew they i knew they were going to both pass away but there was nothing you could do, and you just had to kind of deal with it. Yeah, that's what happened. And a lot of times, you know, when we see people go through <laughs> that, we're on this other side that understands that something is going on in the reality that we we know and the reality that we live in. So we tend to even take it harder than those that are actually going through it. That's true. You know, and, you know, we have to think sometimes in our minds, hey, you know, this ain't really about me. Right. You know, right. and about how I feel about shit. How can you make this person that's going through that, how can you make them feel the way they need to feel at whatever stage to where they leave at that point on or right. not? Because some people live a long time that have like those kind of issues. Yeah. Dementia, oh, sure. dementia Alzheimer's oh, sure. and stuff, they get like 90, 95 years old and they're completely like, and what we know in our reality is like gone. Right. In so, in such a I mean and she wasn't like 100% vegetative or anything, but I know what you're talking about where like people exist in like this They're Why existing. are we why are we letting making them sit here in this debt like this body for all intents and purposes should die and we're trying to keep keep it around for us alive for, for us, our for shit us. for us. That's what you I'm know? saying. So we don't have that, that one chick recently that 29-year-old or whatever that killed herself. Yeah. Right. You know, I applaud she's just that. like fuck it. I apl- look I if you too. know and you wouldn't you rather end it on your fucking terms? And have to be, suffer and then put yeah. all your entire family, everybody around oh, you yeah. through that shit? Absolutely. I thought she Absolutely. I thought that was I mean, fuck, I couldn't do it myself. I mean, but that's no. brave as fuck of her to do it because she know. did it before you, she got to the point where it was unmanageable. I'm I'm sure before she knew she had a terminal disease, she was probably either, but that's probably how my mom and dad were both when they both passed away, they were kinda like, Well, that's gonna happen and there's nothing nobody can do about it, so screw it. Right. I forgot what I was gonna say. It's so, I'm sorry. sorry. I sucked it out of your sorry, brain. I apologize. It's fine. But it's fine. I don't care. See you, Wayne. Uh, <laughs> well, we want to welcome you to the first hour-long segment of the Buzzkill Show. <laughs> yeah. This was depressing as fuck. No, I mean it. it, it no, this no. Is, this is this, this is opening. We're not sitting discussion. in like you know. We're, I know. You know I'm kidding, man. We're discussing the absolute. You no, know, don't take it so serious. Hey, Nobody, man, he, fuck you. I actually you know, knew this was kind of. Sit back and relax. Ah, oh, god damn it! I'm gonna have, have another course, please. This is my first course, actually. I actually knew this was gonna be. We weren't gonna have to like. Hey, it's early on in the show. Let's cut the music. You know, dun, like dun, dun, while, dun, dun, while we fucking <laughs> while we regroup at Red Lobster. No, with you know? him, it's yeah. not. He he never yeah. shuts the. Fuck no, no, up. no. And I knew like the, the relationship that the you know that I have with Walter, you have with Walter. We I was like I knew this is going to be a good roundtable discussion. Well, more, no, it's more actually so better. It's, any other. It's guest. more. Of, it's more of one on one. You and me, not him. No, he's Man, he's kind of ancillary. You. you know what I'm saying? But he does all the work to make this show good, so this I fucking the, keep him around. This is the Black know? Knights of the Roundtable. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I like that. Well, should we saying, get? Right? Should we? Should we? You know, on that note, to go wipe the slate clean, listen to some smooth Walter Chancellor music. Wait, is there and any then, songs uh, in particular that you want to start off with? Come yeah, back fresh? the first one is uh, called "Shut the Fuck Up." 
but uh, <laughs> See, I don't. I really don't want to play that Caesar. one. I don't want to. I don't want to play that one he right named now. Named that so. one after himself. <laughs> no, actually, it was for a friend. Is it really? That's what it's called. Yeah, it's so undercover that I won't tell who it is. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, I could probably guess. So one of my favorites. One of my favorites. I'd like to start off with on the hydroponic jazz. Just to let you folks Ooh, know. Yeah, yeah let you know, know about this record. It's called Hydroponic Jazz. It's uh, available on iTunes. And um, it's a collection of very hydroponic type, smoke-filled jazz with a very, very intensive, low-frequency vibe that keeps you uplifted through whatever it is that you want to think about. Strangely enough, too, it works, the bass works at the exact frequency that moves vagina lips. That's true. And gets them to quivering. See? Yeah. Me and Caesar have yeah. been working on this shit for a long Absolutely. time. Absolutely. We've been, hey, we've been experimenting with theta waves and all these other Greg, like shit. Greg, you and I started uh, recycling. Him and I started reviving. Absolutely. Re- reviving. <laughs> reviving. Pussy lips. <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about like dildos you don't need to actually hold. It's like, no. it's like uh, cloud dildos. It's actually, like, you know how Apple, like, you actually, can store shit in this magical yeah, yeah, ether cloud? Right. We have ether, ethernet dildos. It's like a, it's like a voodoo. It's voodoo. a cloud dough. It's a voodoo hey, It'll get stolen from you guys eventually. So it's a cloud dough. You just literally, you, you fucking hit play on your iPod, pussy starts vibrating, everything's golden. Oh, that's why you got that shit charged in the car. That's it's right. It's an app. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's an, an app. app. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so we're starting. But with anyway, no, yeah. seriously, on the real tip, everybody out here, let me tell you, this record you would love because you can make love to it. Ooh. Like literally, you can fuck the CD. Right so it's, it's making love, not sport fucking music. No, it's not. It's not sport fucking. No, okay. no, it's not at clarifying. all. It can be. This is something. This is something you lay but down your lady on not. a bearskin rug in front of a uh, you know a roaring fire and uh, open a nice. You, you, you throw you you maybe maybe you maybe you rope a tight like little J, you know, puff on that, throw on some some hydroponic jazz. Hydroponic jazz. That's yes. right, and let that shit just just like the album cover. You know, we're not we're not in America. Like we're not in America right now, folks. We're in Amsterdam. Absolutely. You know hey, we saying? have listeners in Amsterdam. Amsterdam it. Amsterdam. Amster. God damn! What did I do? Amsterdam, the man. But check it out. So this record. Okay, go. Botanical Jazz Garden. Ooh. Botanical Jazz Garden. It's a nice song. It's groovy. It's moving. And it's soothing. Ooh. Ooh. See? He's like the Muhammad Ali of the Twin Cities. That is true. Mixed with a little DJ man. Why don't you uh, give them a little introduction of Botanical Jazz Garden? Yeah, can we can we do that and still listen? Just, just oh, a little yeah. taste of it. Just a little taste. No, you don't want to listen to the whole thing. Oh, all right. something like that. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, Why don't we listen uh, to the whole song and then we we will stop talking. Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're just gonna roll into a three maybe four song depending on how on the length of uh, some hydroponic jazz with our guest and mentor. Walter Chancellor Jr. You're Thank listening you. to the Buzzkill Show here on SignItRadio.com. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Where is that? 
Storm on SilentRadio.com. Oh my God, are your fucking pussies significantly wet right now? Mine is. Mine is. My I'm back, half My back pussy is. <laughs> Greg's got a wet back pussy, and I'm ha- I'm sporting a half a chub over here. So do, how, do this we, guy's halfway just, down my leg right now. We just now. listen to two or three songs. We just listen to three songs. Three songs. And mm-hmm. what were the? We knew what the first one was. What are the last two we listened to? Botanical Garden. Botanical Gardens was the closer. Mm-hmm. The one we previewed. The middle. Funky song. and skunky. Funky. Funky and skunky mm-hmm. was the second one. I've had right? I've had weed like that and vagina yeah. like that. <laughs> That's nice. how you get HPV, dude. Oh, I've I've had that for years. Oh, good. You know, there's uh, an inflated risk of. Uh, Throat and nasal cancer because of that. Yeah, Michael Douglas got that, right? Yeah, from eating Catherine Zeta. From eating Catherine Zeta Jones pussy. What? <laughs> really? That's yeah. what he claimed his throat cancer to was from eating too much pussy. I don't think he claimed that. Yes, he did. He I said that. that. I don't think that's factual. That wasn't one of those fucking uh, hoax sites. It was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You got that on FreeRepublic.com? No, I don't even know what that is. It's a. I've never heard know, of it. Bullshit. It was on TMZ and shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I get all my so hard, real. I get all my hardcore news from TMZ. That stuff is real. Those motherfuckers know what's up. Look, they got cameras. The shit did not happen. <laughs> all right, the obvious elephant in the room right now. Kim Kardashian's ass. And titties and pussy. Did you see that? It's about as big as an elephant. It yeah. is. But did you see she did full frontal too. You got to see yeah. the pussy and the tits. She's got no. nice tits. If anybody watched you the Ray J video, you've seen her pussy and her tits. So. Well, that's true, but they and her asshole. That you know, this is ten years later. True. She somehow uh well, granted it was grainy phone video too or whatever the fuck it was. But right. It was like that, that Paris Hilton it's sex tape where it's like too. Yeah. glow eyes. Well, the, oh, the, 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 the magazine cover. Yeah, the magazine sure. cover. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's because her waist is like as big around as my wrist and she's got this ass That's and titties. Not so. It looks, not so. and she, literally not looks so. she looks like a cartoon She does character. have a big ass. She, she does, does, but it's, it doesn't look like what's in that picture. No. And how does she have a waist like that after pumping out a kid? I'm sorry. They all I don't get care. The, they Was all that get, like two months get, ago? They, they all get pre C It wasn't that long ago. Get, it wasn't long ago at all. No, it wasn't. But that's the thing with Hollywood is they've got they don't, they've got, they've they don't got, get to the point of stretch marks. They don't fucking they don't fuck with cocoa butter. Got they don't they get like to the point where got, like, is the baby safe? Can we spend enough money to like take him out now? And they get like <laughs> scheduled C sections. They do, but they do they also do. through the entire pregnancy. They they do C uh, they do uh, uh, personal trainers. They got personal chefs. Crazy they got, they work out the whole shit. time. Yeah, it's crazy. They do anything not to fuck their body up. I think it's amazing with my and and this look, is uh, a all weird of them thing are going to look like about, Joan Rivers at some point. Well, eventually, yes. All gonna. I don't. You can be a robot. You you already look like Joan Rivers. I do. I actually look like. You look more like Melissa, but no, I look more like uh, Ellen's gay cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Ellen's gay cousin? I don't know. Some gay. Oh, it's uh, Ralph. (laughs) Ralph Ralph DeGeneres. Ralph DeGeneres. Ralph Finkus DeGeneres. And also related to Ralph Mouth from the Happy Days TV show. God damn you. That's all real. Then it's you're, all true. Then you're Potsy. I am Potsy. If I'm Ralph Mouth, you're Potsy. Fuck that. I'm Fonzie, dude. You're not Fonzie. I'm Fonzie. I bang on jukeboxes and make shit play. That... <laughs> I fuck Cunty Tuscadero. That's the most ridiculous hey, shit hey, I've Fonzie, ever heard. Hey, Fonzie. You play Cunty really Tuscadero. cool and shit, but you need to, like, chill out. For real. Yeah, motherfucker. 
taking this Wait, shit We have the guest coming on the show telling me what to do? This ain't the bus. Listen, I'm not telling you what to do. I'll, I'll throw tell you, you right out of here. I'm telling you what the fuck I will do. I'll throw you right out of here. I'll throw you right out of here. Don't play that way. This is this show is now christened the 420 hour with Walter and Caesar. Hey, listen. You're a guest now, motherfucker. I'll bring this up off here. We'll go on another one. Um about the drama. Do you want to do any sort of... Do uh, you want to play Tia Thomas game? I would love to play the Tia Thomas game. Walter, are you in? What is that? The Tia Thomas game is where we ask Tia a series of questions, and we have to guess whether she gets it right or wrong. Okay. So the question right. is asked. She doesn't answer right away. We decide. Answer is going to be correct. Answer is going to be wrong. Chris and I are going to Way be before betting. the question is asked. No, 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 no. After, after the question's, the question's asked, asked, but before she but answers. We're gonna do, you gotta, you got to give your yes or no answer quick, because we don't want to give her too much time to think. And you don't can't sit and study. Yeah, you can't study her okay, face. Who, right, who, for all who, the tells. Who asks the questions? I do. Man who? has 17 tells. Woman has 36. Oh, you got a list. <laughs> yeah, I've got a list of well, trivia questions. Oh, here's the theme song. Nice. How come it sounds out like it was... Uh, Played by a fucking uh, a 70s like rock metal. Chris, don't get in here. It's all phalange. It is. It's Cowboy like recorded off someone's TV set. Shout out me. Like with a phone. Shout out me. Everybody. And the magic eight ball says. Maybe it's just not turned up loud enough. Great one. Well, we'll Doesn't matter. All right. Wow. So we're gonna go into question number one. Great. Listen. Uh, Chris and I typically bet on these. Chris, give me the five bucks, by the way. Fuck you. Hang on. Hang on. We're going to bet on these questions. We usually throw a dollar down. Walter, you can or cannot bet if you want. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Guy's got if you have any ones. It's You may he's or got, may He's not. just got hundreds and fitties. Fitties. <laughs> hundreds and fitties? Fitties. Brothers and titties. I got thousands, bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thousands about 50s and hundreds. What the fuck you, you got thousands about? and fucking... I don't play that shit. Who the fuck you think I am, motherfucker? Hundreds and fitties? I'll whip your little fucking Minnesota cat-wearing ass up in this. Ass with your titties. ass. Hundreds and fitties. Here. What? What you got? Ass and titties, hundreds and fitties. You can elect whether or not to bet on the question or not. We usually gonna, go a dollar gonna, per. We do a dollar per. We're, so I'm going to ask the first question. I got two dollars And we can decide whether we want to. That. If we, if, if, like if we all think the same thing that if we all say yes he's gonna get it right if we all say no then obviously we're not gonna bet and then so. it's a wash yeah okay. all right Tia Thomas question number one the yeah. Beatles had how many members in their group Walter yes or no yes yeah KG yes I'm gonna say no okay I'm gonna bet a dollar all right I got two on it just do one save one. it in case you lose. All right, go. Gambling Tia. Shit. I'm thinking four. Yeah. Stop. Give it up. So you get this back. Yep. I get this back. We split this split piece. That baby. You got. I got. I think I got four quarters. Hold why, on a second. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, why are you putting it on your side? Hold no, on. No. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me just see what I got. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you hear that, America? I'm rolling in it. Pennies. Four quarters. That's what he puts this in. This man a, is a wealthy. Individual. That's what he puts in a sack to hit his kid with. Yeah, my ball sack. Oh, no. You hit your kid with your ball right. sack. I hit my kid with the ball sack. All right. Okay. Next. Next question. Tia Thomas. Bing, 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 Name the bing, famous rock bing, 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 bing. that the Pilgrims <laughs> landed on. Uh 
No. I'm going to say no. Say yes. I'll go yes with you. Tia Thomas. Yes. Plymouth Rock. Damn it! Shit. All right, Cage. We lost that one. All right. How much do I get? I get two bucks out of it. Yeah, you each get a huge. Where's the damn No, you each get two dollars because Keith threw in one. All right, sweet. Oh, nice. I'm back to even again. And where the hell is my money for God's sake? You're getting getting free weed and booze, so shut the fuck up. I'm still 50 cents up. You're getting pimped. Love it. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number three, Tia Thomas. Leave it. He's just a woman. I haven't heard that song in at least 30 years. Who was that? Zeppelin. Where the fuck you at, man? Oh my god, what an asshole. Next question. I hate anything All right. Question number three, Tia Thomas, you shut the fuck up. If you mix if you mix the colors yellow and blue together, what color does it make? Uh, what what colors? What color? Yellow and blue. What color does it make? Don't say it out loud. No. I'm gonna go yes. Yes. Yep. All right. So we all split cages. We each get thirty three cents. Tia Thomas. Green. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Okay. By the way, his everybody gets color. their dollar back. And and then and what do we, we do with cages? We break it up into thirty two cents each. Give it to Tia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty-three yeah. cents. I think okay. that works. What do we got? Yeah, you get a dollar. There you go. You can you can finally tip your bartenders. And <laughs> yeah, that's mine. But that's the last no. one you're getting. And as a matter of fact, if we win, <laughs> if three of us win again, then uh, here's the news: we're taking that dollar back and splitting the second one. All right, we've got uh, I've got three more questions with, and we can we can do all three or just do five. It's up to you at this point, Chris Caesar. They got to be good five? questions. Shit, good I questions. Wanna. They got to be good questions. All right, here we go. Question number four. Tia Thomas. Yes. Who was the first actor to play James Bond in the movie series? I got $2 on this. <laughs> We're up in the game, I and guess. I, I'm going to say no. What are you going to say? I'm saying yes. I'm saying yeah. You need to put in another dollar or you're not. I have yeah. to match it? You yes. have to match. All right, fine. I'm saying yes. Betting, man. What the fuck kind of game You're saying you yes? Do? You say what? Yes. You say yes? He's going to know. I'm saying yes. I s- well, then it's going to be a wash. She's going to know. Well, if we're all saying yes, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, Tia? We're saying yes. I'm thinking Roger Moore, but I'm... Oh! Sean Connery. Connery. Sean Connery was... Sean first? Connery, then yeah. George Lazenby, and then, then Sean Connery Walt, again. And then, and then and Sean third, Connery again. You know, the third one was Walter Chancellor, the Black Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a new one. They're, they're, fire, they're firing Black Daniel Dynamite. Craig and bringing you on. You say what? They're firing Daniel Craig and bringing you on. That's right. Yeah. You're actually going to be the Dan-dan-dan. newborn, too, as well. <laughs> How did you know that? I hear things. Okay. Hollywood's a motherfucker. All right. Tia, question number five. Five. This is going to be a long one, Tia. Oh. In 2005, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots won their second consecutive Super Bowl title. Who was the last team to win back-to-back titles before them? <laughs> We going one? <coughs> I'll go one on. This is Walters. Yeah, you get that back. I'm gonna go one on. on Tia does not get it. I'm gonna say no. Last back to back, huh? 
Tony, you're giving him too much time to think. I yeah, think, yeah. But yes, he's going to get it? Mm-hmm. I'm saying no. Walter? He's not betting. You can still guess, though. Maybe. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll, I'll, say yeah. I'll say yes. Yeah. I'll say yes. The Giants? God ah. damn it, I win. Really? <laughs> so I get this. It was, it no. Was, no, you didn't Well, bet. you didn't put in. Wait. You didn't put you in didn't on this, man. In. No, but I, sorry. But I said, bitch. Yeah, what? no. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You have to bet on it. I'm sorry. It was I didn't mean to call you, you could still, You could still be correct, Tia, but if you didn't put Tia, in money, the Denver Broncos was the last to win yeah. back-to-back championship. Who was the one before that? Cowboys. Denver? I thought it was 49ers with Steve Young. Or was that no, earlier? They only won one. It was not oh, they Denver, did. really? Or did they yeah, they won in 98-99, and then Elway retired. Didn't Steve win? Steve Young win twice? One. One? I mean, he won because he was a That's backup for Montana. But. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Let me ask this question. How do you guys know all this shit? Uh, football's the only thing yeah, I care about. Yeah, the only thing I care okay, about. Okay, who, who recorded... Who, who, who was the main no, producer with no. the CDI, CTI recordings back in the 1970s? Okay, well, Caesar might know that. CTI? I don't know. CTI and the studio that they used. What is CTI? CTI Records. I'm not. It was a jazz label. It I'm was not just, familiar. It's just with those initials. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't signify anything. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the label. Uh, Quincy Who's Jones. The producer? Nope. Rick James. Nope. I don't know. I don't I'll, know I'll put one name out there. Rudy. Tom Janovich? Nope. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Did you hear that word? Yeah. Okay. Rudy. Rudy. Van. Van. Peebles? <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm giving you shit because clearly I know all the people. No, you don't know shit. Father, but so I don't know what I'm don't saying what I'm saying here is Rudy Van Gelder. Ah, okay. Studios. Gotcha. Some of the best records were recorded in that studio. That I, I don't back know. Back in the '70s. All right, but well. you know now. But I do know now. You're, Knowing's you half are the now, battle. You are man. now enlightened. My man, you're enlightened now. Absolutely. And I got to tell you guys, I listened to that record of yours. The Buzzkill one? It's fucking pretty bad, man. Yeah. I know. People it's horrible. Like it. People love it. Oh, you mean oh, bad in a good way. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Like, it's that Michael, Michael Jordan Jackson is way. phony. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question in the Tia Thomas game. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Tia, are you ready? I think I am. All right. The Kenny Loggins song Danger Zone was featured in what 1980s film? I'm going to say... Motherfuckers. Yes. Motherfuckers yes. and motherfuckies. What? I'm going to say yes. You're saying, I'm going to go... Don't look, don't look. I'm going to say no. You're saying yes? Yes. Cage saying yes? Yes. Yeah. Right. Tia Thomas. Come on. I know the movie. I can't think of the name. That's all right. Just say say whatever comes to your head. Whatever comes to your head. No. Just say it. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) No more time to think. You got to just say whatever whatever movie you think. Blink, blink, blink. Anything to you. Anything. Just say it. Yeah, I know the name. I know the name when I just came and think of the name of the movie. Uh, God damn it. Money on the line. All right. Well, I win. I can't yeah, remember. The, I can't remember. I can't remember the name. But well, probably the toughest movie in 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 history of film. Top Gun. Top Tia. Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. Well, let's see. Nice. Oh, I you came just made out, out like an ass bandit. I didn't came you? out. Did. Yes, I did. Just like an ass bandit. <laughs> I remember the movie. I just he raped you know our, what? He raped our financials. Yeah. Think of the goddamn you, know, you know what, you smug prick? Yeah. With as many <laughs> times the pack as you of beat you off the volleyball scene, 
playing with the boys. It's all Kenny Loggins. And he's and sitting there like rubbing and, his and he's, shit. he's watching it going, playing with my cock. <laughs> playing with my boys. Mind the stepchildren, he says. No, I couldn't think of the goddamn name of it. Tia, you're always a big winner for me. I love you. Now that's the other game show we're going to I'll take that. And our outro. How about this one? Cowboys all alone out on the trail. They discovered they could sleep with another male having gay sex. This is like a peyote nightmare for me. Just so much shit going on. Three different people having conversations with themselves. This is like a sweat lodge. I'm hearing some music. This is the gay cowboy song. That's just the weed. For him. It is the gay cowboy song. It's from Family Guy. Family Guy. Seth MacFarlane can sing his ass off. Yeah, I saw he just showed up somewhere in like Philadelphia and just did like a whole show for people. That's all he does nowadays. God damn it! Can you imagine having that kind of money and just doing whatever the fuck you want? And no, that, I can't. that son of a I bitch survived 9/11. He did, out of sheer laziness. Out of sheer hungoverness. Yes. Well, that, they go hand in hand. Those two. They certainly do. <laughs> Explains my life. <laughs> Lazy plus hungover uh, equals me. Haven't you guys seen a million ways to die in the West? I saw it and I think I fell asleep. I have not seen it. it. I did good? laugh at some awful? shit though. I thought it was actually it's, it's pretty good. I mean, is it if a you movie? like, listen, if you like yeah. his style of humor, it's pretty funny for the general public that doesn't really. <laughs> it's not like a crowd plea. It's not like Ted. Right. It's not as I don't think it's as good as Ted. Which but Ted Two is coming out this summer. Apparently. No shit. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised, but a little bit Ted just because I hadn't heard about it, wow. which is oh, weird. Yeah. Well, but I think everybody's coming back. Well, Mila Kunis is in a small role and. Uh, that chick who could tell the weather by her tits from Mean Girls. <laughs> uh, she's that? taking nice. over. Um, uh, Seyfried? Oh, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, oh, she's hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was in Big Love, Can you too. imagine what her vagina looks like? Probably like It just looks like an Splendid. untouched... It looks like the eye of Sauron, Sauron I bet. I would want no matter I would no matter no matter how many have been in there, it's just like all new. Yeah. No, it's just every week right. she's getting she's it's getting like the every week it gets reupholstered and shit. Exactly, <laughs> you know, refurbished. Re- recycle, refurbished. I would walk all across yeah. restoration. To drop my every into that. every week is you know just go to the restroom or, and it's restroom restoration. Yeah. It's just like you know, come back out brand new. That's what they do in Hollywood. <laughs> One cock ring to rule them all. Yes. <laughs> One cock ring to bind them. <laughs> but that's the thing, man, about things that are used. You know, things being like, used isn't like always a bad thing. Rubbers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you just let them dry In out, Walter's you can world, put them back on. The two things that get the most used are women and rubbers. No, <laughs> not in my world. The things, the things, world. the things that the things that get used the most are reeds and colostomy bags and rungs. <laughs> Reeds and wrongs? Yeah, reeds as in my saxophone yeah, reeds. Yeah. And wrongs is all the shit I do in my life. Nice. Ah, oh, man. Don't like downplay. No, I like do it. A lot of wrong I'm not downplaying shit, man. He's, 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 he's I'm a real motherfucker right he's here. Grown, he's grown wise. You're not going to get all gangster on me now, right? No, I'm not getting going gangster. I'm just telling you what the fuck I'm feeling. So That's right. Either you feel that or you want to describe question. it. What? I'm, <laughs> no, I'm... What? This is a what? serious fucking question I want to No, I'm asking you a serious question. You want to describe it? Oh. Or do you want to prescribe it? What? 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 Chris? He's talking. He's talking like Muhammad Ali. He means business. If he starts rhyming, he's not shit, rhyming though. He did. What did he you just... say? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I love it. 
That's fine. <laughs> I'll say my I phone. love Greg. Greg, Listen. Greg, Greg. What'd you say? <laughs> I said I'll save my question for another time. Hey man, I love Greg. you. Man. You know I love you. Fuck oh you Jesus, Greg. this fucking Jesus. microphone. Jesus. Who put thank, that there? I uh, thank you guys for inviting me. Greg, Greg invited me. I did. And then and then Chris came and on board. He was again. he had he had some postings. I had. Well, he was you know, already going to be here. I was, you know. They don't just bring me in for shits and giggles. He's a part well, of this That's a good thing, man, thing. because yeah, that you we're play doing. a very... I got to balance this kid out, man. You play a very prominent part in this. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course he does. And I'm Greg, not, and know, Greg does, not. too. Greg does, too. But you guys just no, take two different prominent parts, which Absolutely. makes a very, that's a very stellar prominent part. That's the, that's the simpatico. This is why that's I couldn't do this bullshit. show by myself. He could probably still do a, a version of this show without me, but... I wouldn't do it by myself. No, but you could. I wouldn't, though. I know. But you could is the is the point. I don't know that I could do. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know that I, that I have the. Yeah, I could like, I could I could walk on a tightrope with fucking blindfold, but I won't do that shit. You know That's true. Mean? You know, I've seen him do That's it, all. but it's like few that. and far between. You probably need more whiskey than this if you're gonna see it. No, in action. No, 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 no. He's like less, less whiskey. Not less. Less stackle. <laughs> Less Believe stackle me. whiskey? Less stackle. Wow. That takes me back. That Ooh. takes me back, motherfucker. around here? Hey, y'all got... Y'all got that silver can I get bullet? A, can I get a... Yeah, I was just can I get a silver bullet? <laughs> hey, fucking NASCAR's on! <laughs> Pass me a silver bullet, Make sure you, woman. Make I sure used to hear that, I, so I used to hear that shit when I was in Florida in oh, 1974. Ugh. Think about got, that. Think it's probably gotten worse than 74, though. It is. Think about Back then, it was really cool. Yeah. But now it was still like whoa. cocaine, fucking like bam, 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 bam. and on, like South Beach shit. People, people, like, people were just, I am. People actually. were doing their thing, man. And nobody was like really trying to, you know. Right. They weren't yeah. all red. It was all. It was all very tiring. Well, well, that's all. Cool. That's always hey, been in the South, but these fucking mountains aren't even close to blue. <laughs> the fuck is this shenanigans? God damn it! Are these oh. even like fuck regular you, sized cans? Are these three two? Did Dude, you get these this are tall. Gas station. Are they 3-2? These are fucking talls, man. <laughs> we got 3-2 oh, beer. no. No, you didn't, you punk bitch. Unbelievable. You, I haven't drank 3-2 three, two, three, two since I was in high school. Are you serious? And that was a long fucking time ago. This Iowa. asshole. 25 years ago. Iowa. 25 years ago. Iowa. Unbelievable. Although... 3.2. A lot of beers used to be 3-2 back in the dizzle. Um... There was Not people any malt liquors there, and there shit. Were people, there were people making beer that was strong as wine and shit, like 2020 and shit like that. Yeah, if I was at Woodstock, I'd drink some strawberry wine too, shit. But I'm saying like the shitty shit my dad Spill used to... Spill the wine. Take that, that girl. girl. Fucking Eric Burden and War, dude. That's that shit. That's that shit. That was the shit. At, Walter and I went and saw the Average White Band a couple years back. No That's shit. That's right. They were down at uh, that little place Rossi's. down. Uh, Rossi's. Now it's Hell's Kitchen, but it was Rossi's right. probably. Oh, right. fuck. Yeah. That would have been sweet. Yeah, we had to go in the basement. We are down there grooving, man. Shit was that dope. Shit was dope. Shit was dope. I saw, I saw Tower of Power like 96 at the Zoo Amphitheater. Oh, they were high That was then. fucking... They I mean, there was high. only like... still original members? There was a couple. Yeah. It was the, back the, then, they had dudes, most of the guys. Yeah, yeah. dude from the horn but it section. I mean, it was the, even Average White Band. Did that even same. have all the same members? No, I think the drummer was different. Right. And um, the other cat, the other two or three cats were the same. Right. And, and they had yeah, another sax player. At this point in time, many of those guys, you're not going to have all original members anyways. I mean, that's no. rare to have these days. Well, you know, people die off and all kinds of things well, happen. Well, shit, like even lineups change. Like, your favorite 
incarnation or, you know, snapshot of the band that you know before that was something. I mean, you look at Chicago and, like, how that shit evolved. Yeah, over years I mean, it went from, like, cool kind of, like, math funk, you know, into, like, Peter Cetera ballads and shit like that. And you can blame that asshole fucking David, uh, that record producer, that fucking prick. You know what I'm talking about? He was on the Princes of Malibu. I don't know Briggs. <laughs> but you've heard of this guy. Yeah, I know. You've I heard have. of this guy. He produces like Josh Groban and fucking. Oh. He did Chicago back in the 80s. Right. Not right. Geffen. No. Satara? Uh, no, he's literally a musician. That he I, he might have even played on some of the Oh, you're Chicago talking about records, um, uh, um, the Precaro brothers. No, it's one dude. It's one white, super white dude. Oh. Uh, uh, work with Earth, Wind, and Fire, too. Did their shit. Maybe. Um, Why can't I think of this motherfucker's name? Is he white or a Jew? I, I don't know if he's a Jew. He's a white dude. Is he a, a white dude that looks could be Jewy? A white Jew. I, maybe he's Jewy. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm a IMDb to the rescue because. We're going to do that. In the meantime, while he's on, doing that, let's play a phony phone call. No, I don't. Really? Okay, we'll do that later. <laughs> Hold on a second. There we go. Who's this asshole? Michael Bublé was on that show. He produced Michael Bublé as well. David Foster. David Foster. That fucking asshole. Listen, listen. He did all kinds of... Chicago. But he did a lot of stuff for Earth, Wind & Fire, all the hits they had back in the 70s and early 80s and stuff. Before he unleashed his inner synthesizer and fucking decided to ruin most 80s shit. Because think about some of them Peter Cetera ballads. That's some of the corniest shit this side of Richard Marks I've ever fucking heard. Just throw Kenny G and Michael Bolton in the mix. I mean, we're talking that level of cheeseball shit. Where you're like this formerly respected fucking group that was kind of like forging their own way. And then now it's just, well, we're on the soundtrack for Karate Kid 2. Oh, yeah. Good for you, Cetera. Who didn't want to be on there? You fucking asshole. What a prick. It sounds like a... I don't know. I have a lot of hate for Peter Cetera. I was going to say, you have a lot of hate. It. You got a lot of hate, haterism going on right there. Just for Peter Cetera and what Chicago was in the 80s. What about, the, Bill, what about the town? What about you. Billy Joel? You like him? Early Billy Joel, yeah. I think the 80s did the same thing to him. It did the same shit to Bowie. It did it to everybody. It I did mean, it to Bowie. Did it did it to the Stones. It did it to anyone. With the exception of maybe like uh, uh, Elvis Costello. He kind of mm. thrived. Yep. There were some people who bucked the trend, but anything that, like, anybody that was, like, hot in the 70s, Rod's, you know, I never liked Rod Stewart anyway. I thought his shit was bullshit in the 70s, 80s, 90s, any era that dude just, give that dude a secrets. He really needs something for his throat. He sounds scratchy. That dude sounds scratchy as fuck. Get him a secrets, a Ludens. Give him a whole pack of Ludens. But you would probably agree, and I'm not a fan by any means, but you probably agree that the stuff he did in the 70s is a lot better than the shit that he's done sure. later on. That's what I'm saying. Even a guy who sucked I mean, even in the, the like 70s El- Like Elton John worse. or anybody, they, he got sucked into the I'm 80s. Everybody standing. did. Yeah. I mean, there, there were a lot of good artists. I mean, look at even uh, like Tina Turner. I mean, early U2. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Came in the you know, only person. 80s. The only person that was playing really good 80s music to me would probably be somebody like Michael Jackson. Prince. Prince. Grace Jones. Really Grace Jones. I don't know about Grace, Grace Jones. Jones. Oh, yeah, man. She was a bit fringe, though. No. 
a little bit, but at the same time, she was clubbier than your. your She was kind of mainstream too, though. She was for a little bit, but she, yeah, I mean, mean, popular music, yes, but as far as like the stuff that I mean, because you had to dig. I mean, in the eighties, I was into. For the majority of part of the '80s, I was into like underground punk rock and that stuff. I wasn't yeah. anything mainstream. I didn't give a shit about. I don't want to listen aware. to fucking. I don't want to listen to rock rock set or fucking whatever bullshit was going on. But rock set and it wasn't until the late late '80s, you know, '88, '89, when I started getting into like hip hop and stuff. And that stuff was, you know, the forefront of hip hop at that time was. What Tone Loke and and fucking uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff? You know who I was? Like you know who I was digging in, 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 in the late eighties? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Who I was digging in the late eighties was Roxy music. Roxy music. Oh shit! Oh, I was yeah. digging that man. And you know, you know, you want to talk about funk and and like Sheik black music and all those that guys. wasn't black? Fucking Hall and Oates. Hall yeah. and Oates. Oh, were dude, great. funkiest white boys ever. Yeah. Well, you had the average white band. That was what they called blue-eyed soul. Well, yeah. that, weren't they Irish? But then you, but then you, they were yeah. all fucking Irish. They're, no, they were from um, Scotland. Uh, no, they were from um, who? The average white mm, band? No, no, they yeah, were. Yeah, the average white yeah, band. They were they from. Were. Um, they were uh, from Europe somewhere. They were from Holland. Was that what it was? I think I, so. I, sw- I thought it was Irish. I, I thought it, was it might Ireland. be. I don't it know. Could be. I, don't I don't know. To the web. But anyway, you know, defined as blue-eyed soul back then. Yes. You know, Blue exactly. Yeah. yeah, That's what I Hall have and Oates. Now. You had Bobby Caldwell. You Mostly had, Hall, uh, not so much Oates. Yeah, and you had David <laughs> Bowie. David Bowie got funky for a minute. Yeah, that's so what he did. He was he, like when the he did um, when, when he did Station to Station, and he was on Soul Train and shit. Mm-hmm. What, was his, what was his first record? Right 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 Scottish. Scottish. See, I knew oh, it was sucking Irish okay. or Scottish or whatever. But uh, but yeah, that that whole thing that whole thing was really big back then. And, you know, to be the truth of it, you know, it was a lot of white artists who could do black music yeah. who decided that that's what they wanted to do. I don't do. think anybody was, like, mistaking Hall & Oates for, like, black artists, though. No, there but you know what? There was nobody that, like, blended in but the, thing is, the scene. It was like, well, that's clearly a white guy doing mm-hmm. his best punk impression. But still, but still, I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying, like, it mm-hmm. definitely knew what the fuck. I don't think anybody, right, I don't right, think right. anybody yeah. really... Even Nobody analyze like, it back really? then until that? like later on. Well, like, like some now. points, and some points in times, like you know when Bobby Caldwell came out, what, what you want to do for love, you know everybody, you know heard that record thought that was like a black man singing. Yeah, but it was Bobby Caldwell. Everybody thought Rick Astley was a black dude until that video came out. Really, like, I thought he was a gay ginger dude. Shit. <laughs> no, seriously though, like you listen to for so long. Never gonna get you. He's never like, gonna let you down. There's a, I think there's even a family guy. He was very. Singing like a big black man. Well, no, they did the they did the one where they did the Back to the Future episode, and Brian comes on and goes, "This is a song by a gay guy." By a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> You've been Rick rolled, my man. Rick rolled, and but that's what I'm we... saying. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You no. You Keep just going. you you Rick Astley comes out. You know, 10, 15 years after Hall and Oates, and you hear that, and you're like, I'm not really sure if that's a black guy or a white dude until right. you see the video. But you know, he's Hall gay. and Oates, I didn't need to see a video. I knew very clearly from note one, I'm listening to a white guy approximating funk, and he did it well, but you know what I'm saying. I do. It smacks of uh, like a latter day Robin Thick. The stuff that I remember <laughs> that was really hot in the 80s was like Billy Ocean. Yeah, Billy Ocean um, is shit. Caribbean yeah. Queen. Yeah. Get out of my dreams and into my car. That was that was a really hot tune when it came. It out. was a hot tune. Caribbean Queen was great. Who sang? Uh, who sang? Was it the Pointer Sisters sing Pink Cadillac? 
No, that was uh, that was that was, that was, that was uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Huh. Because there was the video with her and Clint Eastwood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. That's right. This is just a stroll down memory lane, isn't it? Listen, we're reminiscing on the hits of... What's that? Yeah, you just piss out the door. I'll show you. Why don't we do that while we do this? Let's take a break. Let's do some more chances. Is there a song you want to kick into? Uh, Yeah, let's do... um there's a song called Walt's Place. Walt's oh, Place. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. That is actually I've a actually good listened to that more than once. <laughs> that's I nice, man. No, this I is This is how... You know, I've, I, I've looked at you more than once and it's been <laughs> enough. But and, it's cool. I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is cool. The it equalizes my mind is fine. What percent of the time when you looked at me that your cock did not get hard is the question? <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah, no. You say like... Stop lying. Like, stop lying, man. Like seventy percent at least. Yeah, no. At least, at least like, more like, like, like more higher. Like 98.6. <laughs> like, hey, at least uh, he chubbed up a Like few a healthy times. human's temperature is basically what exactly. my shit was. Let me know my shit's real. Yeah. We're listening uh, to some Walt's Place. <laughs> well, yeah. Off, uh, what's the name of the album? The same same album? Hydroponic Jazz. Hydroponic Jazz. It's yes. everything you want. We get available on iTunes. Yes. And we will be. Yeah, this we'll is be your thing. We'll be right back. We'll be back. We're going to listen to that and a couple other Waltz tunes, and we'll come back, chat a little bit about them, and maybe uh, dive into Walter's career. as uh, Or lack thereof. One of the mainstays of Twin Cities music oh, in general. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's really fucking nice. <laughs> so we're going to get into this three-song <laughs> block. We'll be back Hell in a face. minute. You've been listening to The Buzzkill <laughs> Show here on SignUpRadio.com.
How's your day going? I'm already knowing. Mine's the same way too. Hold on, let me get the door for you and walk through the store with you and get a chance to know some more of you and talk dinner and some more with you. Keep walking, I'll enjoy the view. That's here to accentuate your style. Uh huh. Compliments make you smile. And can I hang for a while? Which number should I dial? Okay. And before I go, there's something I forgot to say. Tell 'em. My name is Prozac. Now tell me what's your name? Come on. Just call me back. Just call me back. Just hit me back. And we're back. 
in the studio with Walter Chancellor Jr. Who? Resident Tran Tran. Tia Thomas. Let's not get. Oh, Tia Thomas. Yes. Let's, let's not get them confused because we don't want them to think that Walter Chancellor no. is our resident tranny. I wasn't finished. Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. I, finish. Can I, I don't know. Oh, where is she? Is she still in the house? <laughs> oh right, yeah. So Casey Kasem is clamoring to call in. He's got to oh, go to bed. No. Um, Jesus wants him to go to sleep because he's got a thing tomorrow. He's they got have, a thing. Yeah. Well, they have to With announce the, the uh, like seven apostles or something and some bullshit, and he's counting. Oh. Them back. He's counting them backwards. Sure. Sure. So he's counting down. So whenever, uh, uh, just hold on, Casey. Whenever you want to call in, you can. I think that's him. Hello? <laughs> you pick it up? <laughs> Hi, this is Casey Kasem. <laughs> Hi, Casey. Keep reaching for the stars and get your head in the sky or something with it. <laughs> right now, I'm vacationing in Japan with my wife. We're taking in Tokyo. But I wanted to call in and give the top five songs in the country this week. <laughs> that's, that's, I think even Jesus himself would say that's mighty white of you. <laughs> Casey, Casey, what's the problem? I got maggots in my throat. Oh my God. Dear God. I'm almost heaven, dead. Dear God in heaven, you please take this man. you realize that I've been dead for almost six months? <laughs> I do. And I'm still above ground. I remember the first time you called in. Seems like six months ago. <laughs> I think it might have been then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to jump right into it. The number five song in the country this week is Bang Bang by Jesse J featuring Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj's big ass. <laughs> How is this still in the top five six months later? It's pretty weird, isn't it? I bet Iggy Azalea's in there somewhere, too. Whatever happened to the days of Frankie Valley? <laughs> You really pine for those days, don't you? All right, that was garbage. <laughs> the top four, uh, the number four song in the country this week is something called Habits by somebody called Tove Love or something. I actually like the chorus of this song. It reminds me of hanging around with a bunch of gay guys. <laughs> Which I did in Thailand last week with my wife when we were there on vacation. You're not Asian sex tour? No. She's just dragging me around in a coffin like Han Solo and Kryptonite. <laughs> he is the main attraction. Oh my god. I don't even know what that means. I feel like Reagan after he died. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's that. And I'll tell you what, the number three song in the country this week is by one of the worst bands ever invented. It's called Animals by Maroon 5. Oh no. But that queer Adam Levine. <laughs> That faggot doesn't suck enough cock. I don't know who does. <laughs> okay, we don't need the rest of, the rest of this bullshit. You've heard of the number two song country nation, this week, so. which I'm, I'm happy to announce has fallen out of the number one spot, is the most mundane song ever invented. Are we still on Please this one? turn off Adam Levine. Please don't tell me it's Taylor Swift. Shut the fuck up. Of course it is. 
I'm happy to announce that this song has finally fallen out of the top spot this week. Oh no. Because this is the most mundane and boring song ever invented. It's all about that bass by Megan Trainer. Yeah. Who well, actually looks like she needs a trainer. She's as big as a fucking mouse. I didn't write that one either. Oh my god. Heard you steal it from Okay, that's awful. Alright, <laughs> and, and before we go into the number one song in the country, we want to go into our long distance dedication. Mmm. This is a letter I received in 1974 by a black man that was in the Marines, mm. originally from Iowa. Oh, my God. Dear Casey, <laughs> my name is Walter. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in Iowa, and I've moved on now into the Marines. Hua? What does that mean? <laughs> All right. There was a period of time when I loved white men. But I, you know what? God damn it. Is John on the phone? <laughs> I have to go through one of these high number jams and come back to this fucking gay bullshit. <laughs> All right. The number one song in the country this week is something by Taylor Tia Thomas's favorite artist of no, all time. It's, it's called Shake It Off by no. Taylor Swift. Do we have to listen to the whole thing? We don't have to listen to any of it. Can we just listen to like the first four seconds? You don't have to listen to none of this song. All right. We're done with that one. Thank you. <laughs> Going. Damn, Asians. <laughs> All right. And their affinity for J. Well, I want to say once again, keep your hands to the sky and your penis to the ground or something like that. I'm not really entirely sure. Titty ass hands in the air. This is Casey Kasem, and as long as I'm still <laughs> above ground, I'm still going to be giving you the top five songs in the country on the Buzzkill Show on SignetRadio.com. <laughs> and by the way, if you ever get a chance, Google my daughter. <laughs> Her images are something to behold <laughs> probably the hottest girl that I've ever seen <laughs> wait hold on am I switching character alright uh, thank you I'm Casey Kasem we'd like to thank you Casey once again for gracing us with your presence yes quite good it's always it's always uh, enjoyable to be uh, Man, that guy joined I, by the corpse it, really in all seriousness how I can't the fuck say is the, he st- n- still not buried. I don't know. But I can't say the spirit of uh, Casey Kasem because it's actually the corpse. No, it's the corpse calling of in. Of Casey not, Kasem yeah, is no. calling in. It's, he has not it's, yet got to leave this earthly plane. No, he's being drug around. Yeah. Like goddamn luggage. Like he's a Samsonite. I wonder what she does when she... Like well, he's an oversized Samsonite slowly bloated. I think he's actually in Norway somewhere, I think is what I, the last thing it's I read. the craziest thing. He's like, where's Waldo? Well, he he really doesn't move Spot around like all the, these places that I say, but he's he's been in Norway for. Can we track months. him like a UPS package? Does he have? Can an we, I, lo- does he can have we an log into Casey in Kasem <laughs> that we can track him? Find my Kasem. There's an app for it, bitch. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Walter has not said a word in. He's, I think he's flabbergasted. By Casey Kasem's blatant racism and homophobia. Should we flabbergast him more by playing the t- the Craigslist game? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Let me switch into character. <laughs> do we have any game show music? We do. It's coming. Yeah. All right. Turn back. With the Craigslist game this week, I am Dink Fartendale. Of course you are. I want to welcome you back. 
After two weeks off, after our Halloween edition of the Craigslist game, it was all Halloween-based sex things, <laughs> which never happened. It's like carving a pumpkin with a hole in the nose and using it for a fuckhole. <laughs> We're going to jump right in this. I want to explain to our guest, Walter Chancellor. Tia knows how this works. Everybody else does. But I want to explain to Walter. We're going to do three ads. Two of them are real. One of them I have made up. You have to guess which is the fake ad. You can bet on it if you'd like to. We will probably But I would will. suggest that you don't. I always win. Nowadays. Oh, All giddy. right. Do I have any audience applause? You have a laugh track. There's a laugh track. There that works out All right, we're going to dive right into it. Everybody wins on that one. Craigslist ad number one. Do you like your big chubby ass rimmed and your cock sucked? <laughs> this is a man looking for a man 20 or 42 years old in St. Paul. Very oral big bear here. I like to rim assholes any size, hairy or smooth. It just needs to be clean. I like to lick them deeply and longly. I like to suck cocks, all sizes, <laughs> on a men of all ages. I like other big dudes, but don't mind any size or shape. I need light in here. I'm not in good shape, so why would I ask you to be? <laughs> I can deep throat a big cock, but small and average can also make my mouth water. My ass is available to use. I'm open for a variety of play. Tell me what you like. All right, Craigslist ad number two. Harry Chubb looking to bottom. This is a transsexual crossdresser. Very welcome. Looking man for a man in Burnsville, 33 years old. Hello, I'm a 33-year-old white male. I stand 6'3 and weigh about 350. I'm a hairy guy, but keep my thick 6-inch cock trimmed. I'm looking to suck and bottom today. I would also like, I would also be interested in topping as well if wanted. I'm not huge on kissing or hugging. I just want to suck some cock, fucking be fucked. Sounds like a fun evening to me, don't you think? Oh my god, that's an album title. I prefer older, thick, heavy builds, but I'm open to about anything. I have a three day load built up. A load built, load built up. <laughs> And want it milked out of me. I can host or travel looking for ASAP. Craig, this is at number three. Three. Looking for piss. This is a man for man 28 in South Minneapolis. Looking for someone to piss a load down my throat. No bullshit. Walk in. I'll be laying on my tub. Mouth open. Fill my septic tank. Let me know if you want to use this ass, too. After I drink your yellow refreshment, I'll bend over and you can squeeze your cock in my lubed up hole. Oh! Come in me. Watch the fireworks ooze out after you pull your cock from my ass. Oh, my God. I'm in good shape and attractive. <laughs> Limited time only. So start drinking your water now, boys. <laughs> All right, we're going to recap. Wow. Craigslist hat number one. Do you like big chubby ass rimmed and your cock sucked? He's a big bear. He's not in good shape, so why would he ask you to be? Craigslist hat number two. Harry Chubb looking to bottom in Burnsville. He's not into kissing and hugging, and he prefers older and bigger guys. 
And he's got a three-year, is it a three-day load built up? <laughs> and number three, looking for piss. Ropes. Shooting ropes. <laughs> number three, looking for piss. Obviously, he Anyone wants to get pissed on. Please come in my fucking mouth. Damn. Can I taste your juice? That's right. <laughs> that is number three. All right, so we're going to start with Tia Thomas. What do you uh, feel is the fake ad? I think it's the first one. Do you think the first is the fake ad? Walter Chancellor Jr. What do you feel is the fake ad? Second. You're so going with two. To Christopher Caesar. I want it to be three, but I think it's two. You're going to go with two. I'm going to go with two. And KG. I think it's two as well. You think it's two as well? As well? No! No! <laughs> Well, I hate to disappoint all of you. The fake ad this week is number three. God damn it. I, I should have gone with my first instinct. My first instinct said, looking for piss with a dead giveaway. You should have known that I would have made that shit up, Walter. You've known me long enough. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's tough to tell. They're all so depraved, and you hear them in a wild flurry in a row. It's like, whoa. We got another round? We have one more round. Sweet dink. this game. You have a chance to resume yourself. I will resume myself. I think I said resume myself. <laughs> I'm gonna resume the hell out of myself. I'm gonna resume you, Tia. No, no! <laughs> He's gonna rimsy you. I can't wait to have a, a crack at your shit Taurus. No! <laughs> your shit pussy. He's playing anal tongue darts no. with your balloon knot. I'm gonna get a bullseye. That's crazy. Your hairy spider is gonna get punctured like so many. Oh, it looks like. It looks like one of those tarantulas nests. It looks like you. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like. It looks like you have ZZ Top in the back of your panties. First, take <laughs> a big step back. And literally. Oh, you know spiders that become no, out of that weird yeah, shit. That's a scare video for you. Tia. I'll freak you out. Are you ready for Craigslist at round number two? Where's my music? All right, we're back again for round number two after a quick commercial break. I really wish I had more light in here. No, you don't. Yes, because I can't read it. It's funnier when you stumble. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Craigslist. And we're going to go reverse order this time with the guessing. We're starting ooh. with KG, as we always do. Oh, ah. <clears throat> Craigslist at number one. Looking for nasty pig sex later tonight. <laughs> This is a man for a man, 37 in St. Louis Park. Nasty pig sex. Are there any dirty-minded pig types who would like to get together tonight? I'm 37, 250, six and a half inches, cut and hard, versatile ass pig who loves nasty kinky sex. Let's deep throat and give each other sloppy head. Rim each, <laughs> rim each other and wreck each other's assholes with large toys and fisting. Let's enjoy some piss together. <coughs> Discreet and disease-free. Porn, poppers, booze, and some man-on-man would make for a great night. <laughs> Maybe there's a party somewhere we can go to after. Wreck each other's assholes? <coughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> Craigslist ad number two. Humiliation play. This is a man looking for a woman, 35, in Golden Valley. Holy shit. Good-looking white male here. 
I'm looking for a woman, a group, or a couple to humiliate me. Make fun of my small member. Make me wear what you want or wear nothing. I'll clean your toilet and I'll do it nude. Piss on me. Shove household objects up my ass. Spit in my face and slap me. Make you make <laughs> make me rim your dog or your cat's ass. I'm open to all types of things. Picks with email, please. Holy shit! That's right, Craigslist ad number three. Oh my god! Want my straight piss? <laughs> this is a man for a man, 33 years old in Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park. Oh. Brooklyn Park still exists now. <laughs> I'm a straight guy who loves having his piss drank. <coughs> Unfortunately, it's a bit hard to find women who are into this sort of thing. But one time, a guy asked me to let him do it. I went over to his place where he was waiting in the bathtub. I pulled out my cock, put it in his mouth, and pissed for what seemed like five minutes. <laughs> After I was done, I was turned on. I even let him suck me off. He gave me some gas money and went on my way if this sounds like something you would enjoy hit me up I'm discreet and you should be too holy shit alright we're gonna recap <laughs> looking for nasty pig sex later Jesus he's discreet disease free loves porn poppers booze and man on man and, give, and he wants his asshole wrecked <laughs> Craigslist ad number two humiliation play this is a guy who wants a woman who to, to humiliate him, spit in his face, rim, and he'd like to rim a dog or a cat's ass. <laughs> and number three, do you want my straight piss? This is a guy who's not necessarily into dudes, but they're the only <laughs> ones that will take his piss. And he pissed in a dude's mouth once for what seemed like five minutes. Five minutes? No! Five minutes! <laughs> All right, we're going to start with KG. What do you feel is the fake ad? Oh. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna say three. Number three, KG. I, 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 I wanted to say two, but I gotta go with. I really wanted one or two, two mostly, to be yours. I think it's three, though. I'll say three. You're gonna say three, you. I was gonna say one or two, but I think I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say three also. Well, I can't thank you all enough for playing tonight, but you're all wrong. What? Yeah. It is number two. Wow. I should have went with my instinct. Again, you should have gone with your instincts. God damn it. Well, I want to thank you all for coming out and playing the Craigslist game. I'm Ding Fartnell. I want to thank our sponsors, Head and Shoulders, as always. <laughs> tell one friend, tell another friend, and then have that dude bend you over and have another dude come over who's black and fuck you in the ass. <laughs> is that white dick's doing nothing for you. <laughs> we want to thank KB Toy and Hobby and Toys R Us for carrying the home version of the Craigslist game. Well, you can all do shots. We with have us. the adult version, and we also have the kitty version. Kitty version just has it just has Gatorade. It just has more hairless people in it. <laughs> hey, cheers to you, motherfuckers! If you're playing at home, doing a little shot. I hope you all got it home and right. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that was a great one. That was a great edition of the Craigslist. I had to step it up a little bit because Walter's never heard the show before and I wanted to... It was, uh... The nice thing is that I never disgusted him. It fucking hurt He's to used laugh. to it. I started I started to feel like I had some sort of glandular problem halfway through that because this shit hurt so much. I was like laughing and kind of half trying to stifle it, half trying to like... I don't know. It was... 
That was one of the better... Even the ones you didn't write, I was like, Jesus Christ, there's some creative-ass people out there. So yours was the wreck that shit? Yeah. That's fucking fantastic, man. That's so good. That's so good. That, I have a problem. See, I, I'm just saying, like, no, but anybody who wants to understand, like, why this show flies like a do beyond the inane chatter of, you know, whatever the fuck we decide to talk about in that week, it's because of fucking fun shit like that. Shut the fuck up, Greg. <laughs> Shouldn't you be telling him to fuck shut up? Shut He's up. the one talking. I shut could, up, I couldn't Greg. find the Caesar one. Oh. Well, I got, agree that moved. if if you can't find the Caesar one, you default to Greg. I think that's appropriate. Ah, fair enough. I, think, uh, I should have found a shut the fuck up Walter this week. I didn't even think about shut it. Shut the fuck up, really? Walter. Shut up, Walter. Why me? Walter White. No, we just have one for everybody on the show. There's this guy on YouTube who just records like shut the fuck up and gives somebody's name. So can we do a show up. called Breaking Good where you're Walter Black and you start as a drug dealer and slowly make your way through college Ooh, and become that's a science deep. teacher? That's kind of deep. Like the inverse fuck of Breaking yeah. Bad. Ooh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> found him. That's not found a bad him. Idea. He found him. He found him. I'm saying, Walter Black. Breaking good. He starts Breaking as a good. He starts as a big. He starts as a, he starts as like a Nino Brown style yeah. crack addict, like operating out, uh, you know, out of the Carter. He's operating out of the Carter. He's got Pookie on the payroll. He sees the error of his ways. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. And then he he works his way out of the business. Works way out of the business. College sells it to the Mexicans and starts teaching chemistry in high school. And now it's now it's a procedural. Now it's like the paper chase. And he reverses his cancer. Yep. (laughs) So he doesn't have it anymore. He starts with cancer because he's so evil. Right. And then he works backwards into. He does like backwards chemo. (laughs) Right. He's bald at the beginning, and then all his hair comes back by the end of the episode. This is a genius idea. Oh my god, somebody. Hey, we shouldn't even be talking about this on the air because someone's going to steal it and they're going to put it into production hey, Zach before we get a chance to do this shit. Creator of the show, Zach Galifianakis. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, we were supposed to do a movie. Gilligan's like Island. Where Remember are you? the movie we were supposed to do? What was the movie we were going to do? We did talk about a movie. What was it? Black James Bond. Yeah, Black James Bond. We're doing that. We're That's also like, going to do... No, there was one. There was a screenplay that you had. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I wrote that was it. Him. I had the whole scene with him. No, no, no. We were talking about Black James Bond years ago. Yeah, I put you in one of my fucking screenplays that I wrote. I, what happened? I, I get lazy. I don't do anything with it. He actually, when I first met him, he sent it to me. And I was like... Who has a cigarette? Like, read it. Hey, I but I don't know how many he's got. Thank you. Um, I remember, like, shortly after meeting you, kind of getting into knowing you and, and whatnot, that, yeah, I, I'm aware that I'm off mic. Okay. You can still mm-hmm. hear me, though. Yeah, a little I bit. Ju- I just feel like distant, like I'm off in the. I feel distant right now. Anyway, go on. I remember when you when I when I first met you, um, and a few months after that, you sent me that thing, and it took me a few evenings to kind of get through the whole thing. I mean, you know, it was was you know movie. It was a film length script. Yeah, hundred and twenty some odd pages. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But it was it was so well written. It was like that kind of not gonna give you the Tarantino dialogue well, treatment, no. but it, sound, it, it it felt like the way real people talk didn't feel like uh, movie speak, or even script, like, like a script. or even like, some, some scripty shit somehow works like, you watch Kevin Smith movies, and nobody talks the way he fucking writes somebody, writes no. 
at least in his earlier stuff, he used to write pretty smart yeah. stuff. And he would get a point across through interesting dialogue, even if it wasn't 100% believable. But I just felt like there was like that element to it where like the worst thing besides a bad story is bad interaction, bad yeah. uh, characters playing off one another and like how they interact and the, the conversation and they have. Create, that and can I, create moments of bad acting. Absolutely. I mean, that's probably the paramount to bad acting is like, what do I have to work with? And that's I have why, nothing that's, to work with. I could be with like the greatest thespians on the planet, but if I'm giving shit dialogue, what am I going to do with that? Right. Only Bill Shatner and a hand, and Nicolas Cage can maybe make that shit work ironically. I met him at um, who? Bill Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah. 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 I met him. Friend at, of the show. Friend of the show. Bill Shatner. That's right. Yeah. Bill. We were able to call him Bill. Bill Young. I think is what he prefers. That's what we call Robert De Niro, Bobby De Niro on the show because he's friend of the show. Well, Bobby. He's a fucking Bobby. But uh, yeah. But I digress. Just came in and yeah. Oh and God, Casey. Oh, 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 Casey, back. Had no, to come in. no. Want to come promote the most angriest man in the in in America? What's the name of the movie I'm doing? It's it's most angriest man in Brooklyn. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm back. Oh, oh, oh. I don't even think most is in there. It's just the angriest man in Brooklyn. Oh, whatever it is, I don't remember because I'm dead now. Uh, oh, I want to thank you again, Robin. I just saw uh, Merry Friggin' Christmas. The the movie you starred in with uh, Joel McHale oh, from the Soup. Oh, Joel McHale. Oh, yes, Joel McHale. Oh, yes. A Christmas movie. Fantastic. I miss him. He's dead now, isn't he? It was the second to last movie you did before you decided to deprive about, us of what about the comedy. What about the uh, the museum thing that I didn't? Is that thing coming out? Yes. Oh, yes, it's coming out. Oh, yes. yes oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. Shazbot. Yes. I think they just CGI'd you in most of the movies anyway. They pretty much got all the animations they needed from you as Teddy Roosevelt from oh, the first yes. and second Listen, movies. You're making me want to kill myself all over again. I know. With this talk of things. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, well, I'll sign off now. Shazbot! <laughs> no, 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 no. We'd like to thank Robin Williams for uh, encroaching yeah, on It's our nice show. that he pops in every once he in a while. He just pops in. The, it's a little bit rude that he doesn't actually uh, bother to ask anyone if he can just pop in. He just kind of he's like the Guy Fieri of established comedy, he just kind of pops in when you don't want him, and you know. Well, I have a feeling. I have head. a feeling. I'm. I, I, I'm working on this, but I have a feeling Martin Short's going to call in sometime relatively soon. Is he dying? No, but I just think I'm working on it. Are you talking about the career of Martin Short dying? No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just going to come on and talk completely about Three Amigos and oh, Captain God, that Ron. Oh, that would be fantastic. Captain Ron. He's going to talk a lot about Captain Ron. Well, I, I think anybody who's in Captain Ron should talk about it. We should probably try to get Kurt Russell in here. God, we thinks. could probably get him right now. He's doing nothing anymore. He got... Uh, he's in some recent film something. right now. Yeah. It might be the one with Keaton, Birdman. It's something, one of those movies. Something that's might have even coming up. Oscar bait, as they call it. Uh, maybe one of those superhero things. He's mm. in something. I saw him come up as Sanding. He was in something. Something. I actually think you're. You might be right. He, he's either in the Avengers or the next uh, Captain America. I think it might be the Avengers. I think that's what I saw. It was the Age of Ultron. I think it might have been because I was watching a bunch of trailers the other day. No, you know what it is. What? He's in the Hateful Eight. 
I don't know what that Tarantino's is. Tarantino's. No, 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 no. That's not what I saw him in, though. I think oh, it was well, the he's Avengers. in that, too. He's in that? He's in that. Snake Plissken's back again? In the hateful eight. All right, well, listen, why don't we close production. this shit out? Yeah, I have an sounds, idea. You do? Let's close this shit out. That sounds like a grand idea. We want to thank our good friend and mentor, Walter Chancellor, Absolutely. for coming in at, at all times. And we're going to close out with some more Walter's music. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. Sir, is it okay if we have your music on rotation on the station? That's absolutely cool. So it's always, you know, people can hear it 24 hours a day if they want to. They stumble into a song and they're, who's that? And it's and good. they shazam, shazam it, it and they find it out pops up. it's Walter yeah. Chancellor. It it's okay. That's Jazz. Pandora, I want to make sure. Pandora as well. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure it's cool. Make like five cents off of it being played too. Absolutely. <laughs> Streaming cool. will totally make you rich. Yeah, it's not no. a question of that, you bastards. I know. No, it hey, is. Hey, listen. Do you like Taylor Swift and pull your shit off everything? You say what? Do you like Taylor Swift and pull your shit off everything? God, you open a can of worms because yeah. I actually agree with her in that. I if, do too. If, if but the, the way that streaming is set up, you as an artist, if you agree to be on Spotify, obviously, you know, and and like streaming services, the royalty rate that. hasn't quite been figured out. I mean, the record labels and I think the R R I A A and the the PROs, ASCAPs and BMIs and CSACs. Right. Are looking like, look, this is, we shouldn't have to get 250,000 spins to get the same amount we would get off of a handful of radio plays. Right. There's there's a disconnect there with the company that's making billions off the subscriber base and not really fairly treating the artists. The artists. There's been ton. There's been tons of grass and shit about it. And we don't need to go into it. But I think at the core of this, Taylor Swift, as much as I maybe wouldn't listen to her music or whatever Let's take the right approach I respect her but she's the she, her and you two and like uh, Muse and like some of the bigger Foo Fighters and bigger bands if you want to exact a change and actually help out musicians that were in your spot that are in your spot where you were at 15 years ago 20 years ago whatever it was trying to get a foothold you'll do the exact same thing which will force they're not going to go out of business no. Spotify is going to figure it out. They're going to reconfigure what the royalty rate should be per stream and say, this is what artists deserve, or this is what copyright holders deserve. It's not going to change until that happens, though. That shit's just not going to go on. As long as we allow that to just kind of be the norm, but the only way it's going to cripple those services is if big-name artists pull out and actually right. take so, a stand against that idea. Can we at least agree on the fact that people like Foo Fighters or Muse or whatever that pull their stuff out, they did that on their own. Taylor Swift did not. That I'm was saying, her people doing it. I'm saying they... Because she's a retarded. I don't know if she's, I don't know if she's retarded. As we, I mean, the, the He chick, has a crush on her. That's why he defends her all matter. the time. No, but it's... She still writes her own shit. She's not like... Yeah, but it's still garbage. Sure, it's garbage, but at least she's not just a puppet propped up with he's talking more. He's talking more of principle, not talent. No, I understand that. I'm saying, but I don't, like, I don't even think if, she has Even if it was her people that were smart enough to yeah. say, like, look, this is going to hurt album sales for you. If you, you know, you could probably make money off Spotify, but this album is potentially, this is supposedly your first pop album, which is ridiculous. Because, because she's never made any money off of anything she's pop. done. I'm not saying that. I'm saying to maximize. This was her coming out party for the mainstream. She wasn't doing a 
she's quote, in the mainstream. I know, but she wasn't a quote unquote country artist with this record. This was her again, her quote unquote pop out. record. Which yeah, look, none of the songs she's come out with with a touch of twang could even be considered country. No. But that's the label she was under. She was nominated for you know This year too. CMD yeah. awards and this shit. Year, like that. Th- yeah, this year too. She was also nominated for a ZMJ award. <laughs> What's a ZJ? No, CMJ award. Oh. Which is that lockjaw thing where she can't suck dick. <laughs> I knew you'd figure out a way to work that in there. Yeah. No, you just no. shove it on in like it's a porn. I'm all about sucking dick. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Hey, listen. Even. The nice thing about this Knights of the Black Roundtable that we're doing mm-hmm. is at the end of the night when we sign off air, you three are all sitting there and I can go down under the table and suck you off like a fucking circus seal. Absolutely. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and, and, and in the words of Tracy Morgan, I'll get them bitches pregnant. <laughs> oh, poor Tracy. It's always a pleasure. It yeah. was nice the way you shut down the last hour, Walter. Thanks for doing that. I think I think I think this is gonna be the beginning of kind of one of these multi tiered uh Sectioned interviews, like no, I, I we bring I would we bring Chancellor back again. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely come back. Yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna come back. I think it's it's, it's because too I have much. a lot of things to say. A lot of things I, I couldn't say. say in two hours. You know, I had to. No, like, there's a lot of stuff you know I want. Mean? Yeah, because yeah. we do these stupid game shows and whatever. But there was a lot of questions I wanted to talk to you about, and not you know in any way, shape, or form like you know, oh, let's have fun. I there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk to you about and ask you about and stuff because I this guy's got a genuine history in. Yeah music and his life in general. I mean, this I wanted to ask you a whole bunch of shit about the Marines. There was a, a lot of stuff I want to ask you about. So we'll do this again, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I want to come and back. Soon. And I want to thank you guys for having me on, too. Absolutely. Appreciate it. I've been clamoring to do this for a year, man. Yeah, so I'm we've glad talked you about this for a minute. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yes, yeah. we have. A minute's not very long. It's not. It's a cool minute, But though. it's long enough because oh, cool it's minute. time. Cool Anything that's time is long enough. That's absolutely. right. When you're on acid, time is nothing. <laughs> I'm on acid all the time. I'm like Pete Rents. Let's talk to Pete Rents about that. Yeah. <coughs> hey, a toast to you guys out there. Thank toast you for sticking around with us and listening to us. Thank you. Thank you to Walter Chancellor Jr. for being our great guest. Hey, before, as always, before, the lovely Tia Thomas. End, what, yes. what song you want to go to to close out, buddy? Hey, let's do a little bit of slow burner. Slow burner. Oh, I like that. And now continue on. Sorry, we'll, ha- we'll, have, we'll have a couple more. So we'll we'll go with the. We'll probably actually end up going out with the rest of hydroponic jazz. And just kind of let that motherfucker. But we're starting with that one. We're gonna start with that. I want to thank all you guys, as I said before, Tia and Walter. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. My cohorts, Greg and KG and Christo. Uh I don't believe he's out here anymore. But uh Captain of the Ship, always holding it down, always making sure shit is off without a hitch. Thank you so much for listening to us. We'll be back in four weeks. A month. Yeah. Yeah, Greg's down in, uh, are you down in South Beach? Or the Keys? Uh, over Thanksgiving, yes, which would be the night that we do the show. We probably wouldn't do Thanksgiving anyways. No, we're going to see Run the Jewels next Next Thursday. week. Hey, if you guys, we're doing a meet and greet at Run the Jewels of Fine Line <laughs> next Thursday night. If you want to come down and get autographs. Any bitches want to come down and get your fucking assholes licked out and shit, yeah. I'm down there, motherfucker. Yeah. 
I'll spread that shit. How I don't many care. you bitches like turkey bacon? Yeah, I, I don't. You know what? I don't give a shit. I don't care if you wipe. You come down there to run the jewels at Fineland. I'll be tongue and asshole all night. All night. Meet and greet with Sergeant Buzzkill next weekend. That's right. Or next Thursday. Sorry. Come meet us at the Run the Jewels show. We don't but mean to hijack. We're actually LP back. Uh, mics. We're actually back like December sixth. December is the next time. Fourth. Fourth. Right. December fourth. Thursday, December fourth oh, is the. And let's do this. Uh, okay, November twenty ninth. November twenty ninth. We're at uh, Club Springs, Underground. Club Underground again with D Bomb. We're not entirely sure who else is with us. But That's right. We have a we have an act. D Bomb is bringing friend of the show, and D-bomb. we'll be having an opener. So after that show, come down, check us out. You know Buzzkill. You've heard us. Come down, see the debauchery. Check out D Bomb. I have it on good authority that the dude kind of fucking spits. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like His homies him. are going to come down, and then we got somebody else we're going to throw in the mix kind of last minute. We'll see who the hell we we'll can see. get on there. And I'm going to GG Allen that shit and shit on the stage. He totally is, and then he's going to roll around glass like Iggy Pop. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. <laughs> Everybody's going to win. It's going to be good times, great oldies. Cool one wait. Whites, blacks, living together. Total chaos. Always. <laughs> <laughs> hey. For real, though, thank you so much for listening to us. We love y'all. Uh, on behalf of my cohorts, you've been listening to The Buzzkill Show here on CyanetRadio.com.